What day is it today? What day is it today? It is February 3rd. Big day actually for TikToks launching some sort of creator show. I'm on TikTok recording my pop boss cast for uh, it's the it's the 12th episode of the boss cast. We're on our way to 30. And so those of you who don't know what we do, what we do is we get people to just call us in random folks to have conversation with us for the show. We record the conversations and it adds up. It's actually a lot of fun. So if you are watching right now, the way you call is you click the link in my bio. All right, the link in the bio. We're recording this forever for old time's sake. Link in the bio. Eh. Jesus, this is fun. Stalled. You click the link in the bio to the Instagram right there. Go follow me too. Go follow me. Obviously, some people don't understand how it works. It's, it's, it's a big deal. It's the future. Who's calling up? Come on, people. Who's here? It's the day show, so a lot of people don't know what's going on. We need a few people to call in. What does it mean, Instagram gifts? Oh, no. Boss vlogs on Instagram. Gift big is what I'm saying. Good morning, Tanya. Oh, Tanya's here. What's up? Tanya and I actually talked yesterday. She's great. Tanya, I'm trying to get someone to call into the show. I'm trying to get some voices in on, on the show. They need some attention. They need some love, hey? What does it mean to gift big? Hey, I'm from the UK. Oh yeah, so we're recording. We're recording the first 30, one minute and 30 seconds of this, trying to get this boss vlogs going. It is what it is. I'm on the 12th episode, so stay tuned. We have never talked. So no one knows who you are, which is cool. So now you're just some anonymous voice. So you don't you can be whoever you want to be, you can make up stories. You could see my like the doors in my house. So you're in here with me now. <laughs> Fuck, thank you for taking me out of that though. I am desperate. Fuck, man. And people, people out here, some people love the desperation and just it fuels them. I'm sick of it. And I'm not going to give up either, you guys. I'll fucking go desperate. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually, um, you know, you're just at the end of your show when I get on in the morning. So I always catch it at the end, so I never have time, but I have time now. Are you just waking up? Like... I'm I'm kind of doing a morning show because it kind of changes people's perspective and the voices are different. Sounds like you're super confident. I try to be. Are you happy? Right now, yes, I am. Finding myself. In a relationship? No. And I kind of like it that way. Having sex? When was the last time? uh, A few months ago. Okay, so, I mean, that's... That's not even a friends with benefits. Well, I do a lot online. I have a lot of online friends. 
and so you get what do you get from that So you use video chat? Yes. Cool. Okay, so and it's it's helping you stay balanced. I think it is, yeah. BDSM. Because, well, I mean I, I mean, well, yeah, that they, they all um, are my followers on Instagram, so they know what I like, they know what I'm into. And they're into the same thing. And I actually have and uh well more than one online dom and uh one is from the united states and one is from india one is um a daddy dom and the other is a primal which is not easy to do online by now but a primal? Just talking about it. it. Yeah, he's into primal play. No idea what those things are. The daddy dom dynamic. I'm just trying to figure out, and uh, so I don't understand any of that. Oh, okay. Well, the daddy dom is someone who kind of not treats me like a little girl, but he'll call, text me every day and say, "How's my." how's my good girl doing and what are you up to and I send him my picture and um, you know we, we talk and then sometimes we'll have our video chat and play and then we have aftercare we'll just lay there and we'll lay our heads on the pillows just like we were next to each other and we would talk. And it's lovely. And I enjoy it. So, now, so it's kind of a nurturing, it's dog. nurturing. It is, it is. It's very, so it's very... It, you call that primal? Um, the primal? He's, he's also a daddy. Okay, so the and daddy does that. Primal's different, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's also a daddy, but... Um, the, the daddy dom is very, very, yes, nurturing. And um, he's not very demanding. You know, he just kind of, we kind of go along and pleasure ourselves at the same time. And um, now the primal dom is, um, he, okay, so if you're not into BDSM, it's kind of hard to explain, but he's into orgasm denial. For who? For me. Ooh, that makes sense. Okay, so I am, so he's a sadist, and I'm a masochist. I enjoy being so-called tortured. Um, so he would have me, um, let's see, use nipple clamps 
pictures of what I'm doing. And then uh, he would tell me to do this for a certain amount of time and then move them. And he likes to see marks. He likes to see that it leaves marks. And then um, he likes me to take a picture of it afterwards. And he'll instruct me to do other things. And then all of a sudden he would video call me by surprise. And, um, you know, have me go in front of the mirror and do things. I don't know how, you know, explicit you want me to get. (laughs) It's up to you. Well, uh, I also have toys that I use. I have a paddle and I have, um, it's kind of a whip. Um, it's a flogger. Are you familiar with those? I just shared one on my Insta. I'm not sure, like a little, like the whip is a flogger or like it's a little, little paddle. On yourself. On myself, yes. Does it sound crazy? <laughs> to you, it might sound crazy. This is in the mirror? But, uh, yes. So he's watching you and you're watching yourself and he's watching you how? Like, are you holding the phone? Yeah, I hold the phone up to the mirror. I have um, full-length mirrors on my closet doors. Is he flogging himself? <laughs> no. No, he doesn't, um, he doesn't pleasure himself while he's focusing on me. He likes to focus on me first. The primal, so he, so it's, it's kind of more physical than the daddy dog. Yeah, the primal, if I was with him, physically with him, yes, there would be him, um, laying on top of me, holding me down, putting his hand on my neck. Um, yeah, and uh, things like that. And impact, impact play, which is the flogging and the paddling and leaving marks. Impact so it's play. interesting. <laughs> and, and who does the edging? So he's the one who tells you when to finish. Correct. That's the big deal. So, so I'm definitely learned that. So I'm yes, incorporating that into play. I have begged. I have literally begged, and he wants to see me cry. <laughs> like literally cry. <laughs> so you keep, I, I can't take it anymore. You keep yourself on the edge. Yeah, that's fun. How about daddy? I, Does daddy edge you? Him and I, it's just kind of like we pleasure ourselves, but he does like to hear me moan. It gets him off. And I also have a voice kink. 
Emil's voice is just so erotic to me. <laughs> I could just listen to him. I don't even need him to touch me. He could just get me off with the sound of his voice. Which which one but is this? Also, sorry, what? Which one was it? Um, that's the primal. Okay, so he's got the. sex? No, just, no, them just masturbating and just the moaning and the whimpering because it just feels so good, especially when they're doing it for me. Okay, so It's one thing to watch it on porn, but it's a totally different experience when they're doing it for you. I think what the cool thing is is that you're doing it through uh, virtually so these are virtual relationships yes because in this day and age I am terrified <laughs> I really have to really get to know someone closely before I would actually have sex with them mm-hmm. but I don't want a relationship Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm learning about aftercare. Sorry, but you can please explain aftercare. Sorry, now I know. Aftercare. Okay. What's yours? For those of you who don't know what aftercare is, after a BDSM session where there could be degrading and um, impact play, you know, uh, slapping, hitting, biting, spitting, um, things like that. It's, it's kind of high, so after the session is over, um, a lot of people require aftercare, which is just basically coming down back to earth and you know knowing that what you did was just for fun, and it just helps keep you grounded. And I like my aftercare is just talking about anything. I mean, we literally talk about anything. Just having a conversation afterwards is important. I don't want it to be just, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Okay, see you later. I need my aftercare. So it's like bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. That's what I get. I'm like, she she likes to have bacon and eggs (laughs) after we fuck her up. (laughs) I cook for her. Something like that, right? And and. But also, there's before care. There's the conversation, which is like foreplay. That it sounds like foreplay, after care, before right. care. Right, it's, it is. Yeah, basically, it's, it's the play. The foreplay is getting you there, and then the afterplay. I mean, the aftercare is getting you back. So it's very grounding, and a lot of people require different things. I mean, yeah, it could be as simple as just making you something to eat or bringing you some water or talking or snuggling or cuddling 
I like to be held. I won't lie, I like it. <laughs> but but not virtually. Yeah. So what happens in the virtual space? So what? You blow it, he blows it, and he like your your side to side on the pillows. He's like laying with you on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just staring at each other. How long have you been doing this? About a year. So you didn't do it at all before a year? No. I, it's kind of a long story, but I mean, I was on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, and it basically made me numb. I had no interest in sex at all. This is when I was with my husband. So two years ago or a year ago, when did you divorce? We're not officially divorced yet. (laughs) He basically, um, after I stopped taking the meds, it was kind of an awakening for me. And I mean, I lost weight. I was exercising. I felt so good. I felt emotions. I mean, it was like all the emotions that I hadn't felt in like 10 years came all rushing back to me. And my husband just looked at me like, who are you? I don't even know you anymore. (laughs) And um, yeah, that was when I told him what I was into. And he thought I was crazy. He thought I'd lost it. What kind of meds? and anxiety yeah they're like they take away the libido they fuck it up yeah oh they do yeah, totally I, I had a lover on it and I knew she didn't tell me she's on meds I was like you're on meds <laughs> I told her I remember like I'm like there's something up I'm like, you, she couldn't blow it she couldn't blow it and you could work it and she just couldn't and I was like what the fuck meds and same thing with men like I've been on the meds they don't let you finish But I think that, that that's what they do in general, right? They don't let you get there. So you don't get there. There's no passion on the meds. I, I had no interest at all. I had no interest at all. But, it, but then it kind of became like he gave up trying, you know? So he was all he did was play video games. <laughs> and um, that, was, that was my life. I was online just, you know, I found TikTok. And I was like, oh, wow, this is great. And, uh, yeah, and that's, that was our life. And I told him, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So, you know, he wasn't happy about it. He still loves me. I know he does. And he would never even be with anybody else. But I had to make a choice. I had to find my happiness. Cool. You're 50. Just some, She's 50, you guys. Ask questions. Go ahead and ask all the questions you want. I'll ask them for you. I don't know if you can see their questions. You can? Mm -hmm. Talk to them. Fuck. Give these people some love. (laughs) She's taking care of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask. So the fulfillment level, like, because you're transitioned over a year. So there's like women that might be watching. Definitely a lot of women for sure. And men or whatever. But uh, people who aren't doing what they want. And so where did you get the confidence to, oh yeah, there's a lack. Was it the meds that broke you over? The meds. Oh, definitely. Fuck, I so mean, they held you back. I can't tell you the transformation in myself. It was just unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. I mean, I I had a, a long road after the meds, but because I had gained so much weight from being depressed and, you know, the whole pandemic and everything, um, it, I was in a bad place. 
but then I just felt so good after I, and I weaned myself off. Don't get me wrong. I did not just stop cold turkey. I had to wean myself off of these meds little by little. I didn't even tell my doctor, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Because I know what he would have said. What did you think he was going to say? Uh, I don't think it's a good idea. I think let's try something else. You know, they just want to push that shit on. They do want to push that shit. I like you. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to tell you. I'm like, I think they push that shit on people, but okay. That's all they do. So what, what, what drew you on? So I think another thing is, so you're, you're someone coming out of that kind of fog, that, that fuck, because that's like social convention, eat the meds, be happy, bullshit happy, fake, but empty. But let me tell you, psychotherapy, it helps. Psychotherapy? It helps like fro- Like Freudian? You need to, no, talking to someone. Yeah. Like talking to a therapist. Yeah. A boss vlogger. Got to. Yeah. Well, you're a good therapy too. <laughs> I listen to your show all the time when I can. I, I think it's definitely like subconscious talk. I'm like, what do you, what do you, especially when we talk about like our childhoods and so on. And then sex. Sex is subconscious too. When you're talking about moaning, like, or like care, like even the BDSM because the sex is subconscious, right? It's like literally grunts. And fucking moaning and, and you like the sound of like you know those are primitive things and then uh and then you have it then you have to come out of the communication and it's like fucking is like the ultimate form of play right because it's like rough even and it's like and it makes babies it's the craziest thing it's subconscious it's sub, it's we're driven to do it so i think there's that and then yeah psycho and like psychoanalysis or whatever what's what'd you call it Psychotherapy. Psychotherapy is like usually talking about your dreams. Yeah, you just talk about everything. Well, that, yeah. that those are your dreams then. Like eventually, like you, if you give people anything to talk about, and that's what the show is too, right? It's like, just be free. And some people are like, what's it about? I'm like, I have no idea. What are you about? <laughs> yeah, it's just talking about what you love. What makes you, you know, gives you passion and drive. My question was, why did you do the drugs in the first place? What are you doing now? Uh, now I'm a health benefits administrator for a hospital. Fuck. Do you work from home? Um, I am now because I'm getting over COVID. <laughs> I've had COVID for the past few weeks. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of sleeping and working from bed. <laughs> nice. You're getting over COVID. So have you been meeting your, yeah. your doms over COVID? <laughs> uh, 
this COVID, it's just crazy. One day you'll feel great, like so good. And then the next day you're back to square one. It's like one one step forward, two steps back. (laughs) Interesting. Oh, I see. Um, When I started the meds, they made me go through every emotion in a matter of an hour. Yes. Yes. That is exactly, exactly what happened. (laughs) I was crying. I was happy. I was nervous. I was upset. It was all at once. It was crazy. It's like you just, it just floods the emotions. Once you can feel again. Oh my God. I like that. I like that. Once you, how long were you on that? How long was I on the meds? Yeah. About ten years. Fuck me! Holy shit! Yeah. So it wasn't. That was a decade of prescription pills. Okay. You get off the meds and you fucking leave your husband. You find two doms online I, and, I you're, lose and you're twenty eight pounds. <laughs> she loses twenty eight pounds on. You know. Okay, that's that's on you if you didn't like it. I mean, I, I, I like women when they're bouncy. As long oh, as... I'm still curvy. <laughs> nice. But it felt good, though. It felt good, too. I got out and walked every day and just had energy. That's weird. I don't know what else you're on. Now it's winter and sucks. <laughs> well, you got COVID. And so why is it so difficult for you to meet someone in real life now? Because I'm afraid. Can we get into that? I'm just, I'm, I'm afraid of what's out there, and uh, I mean, first I, I didn't, I didn't want it, you know, because of COVID, but now I'm just afraid of what's out there. I don't know. It's, it's scary. I mean, I hadn't, I was married for 26 years. I hadn't been with anybody else in 38 years. You don't sound 50. Holy shit! You sound like you're 27. So we have Tanya talking, going pro-meds. You guys, if you need meds, you need meds. We're just talking about getting off of meds after 10 years. Some people feel free. And, uh, yeah. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. And, Massive and pharmaceutical companies aren't always right. <laughs> just like, what? I pick a, a, a big pharma. I'm like, fuck, fuck Zoloft, okay? Fuck Paxil. Fuck all that shit. I know, I know. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm so against it now, but... I mean, back then I thought it was helping me. I mean, it definitely made me chill. <laughs> well, but I'm almost too chill. Do you know what I'm finding is the Adderall. And women who are now my age are coming into this new awakening where it's like, oh, Adderall is like, I'm ADHD. But I'm like, I'm like Dude, don't you remember when the kids were eating the Adderall? Like, everyone woke up and go, hey, that's actually an amphetamine. And it's hard for adults to turn to it and be like, I'm actually popping a stimulant. Like a fucking heavy one. And so yeah. I get a lot of like, 
and people backlash against me because a lot of people are on Adderall or whatever it is and they're like don't talk about it I'm like yeah okay <laughs> well I mean if they feel they need it then that's what they need but uh, yeah I yeah, know they feel they need it doesn't stop it from being a, like a, a cutting off it's just like any other drug where it's like all of a sudden you don't feel anymore my daughter And I, I did all the meds. I didn't do Adderall. I didn't do Adderall. But a lot of different meds that, you know, I gave her and thought it was helping her get through and everything. But um, once she, you know, turned to an adult, she decided she didn't want to do it anymore. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I said, but, but you need to figure out a way to deal and to cope and to get through your life without meds then. Because, you know, you can't have the ADHD excuse for everything. You need to be an adult and uh, do what you need to do. She's still struggling, but she lives with her boyfriend now, so I think he's helping. (laughs) ADHD, ADHD. So someone's been up in the morning. uh, Bev, Betty's been up since early this morning cleaning. <laughs> She's cool. <laughs> I don't know if I could see that that early in the morning, but <laughs> well, unfortunately, I do have to start work soon. No, don't go. I like it. <laughs> You're comfortable. I, I feel good. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it took me this long to call you. <laughs> you should call back if you have to go now and talk talk to us about virtual BDSM relationships how you got comfortable because a lot of people like I'm literally getting comfortable talking to people online right and I'm like this is how I'm living my life probably forever <laughs> or until someone murders me or something happens but I mean this is I don't want to be well, going in the real world well you know what it is I, I think <laughs> I don't want to say it's like an addiction but it does make me feel really good to get this attention from guys from all over the world where I didn't feel that I was getting it from my husband he didn't make me feel like I you know was worthy or wanted or I mean I know he loved me I know he did but he was not the kind of person to show it and I think I was just accepting of that all these years and and now that I feel like I've woken up so to say I feel like I need more I need more than that. I need to feel wanted and sexy and, you know, I get that from these guys. Yeah, I know. I get that. And and then on top of it, you get to have the virtual relationship where you can actually see them fall asleep next to you. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And people don't realize how fucking powerful that is, I don't think, because they never tried it. fall asleep next to someone on Zoloft it's like two of you I'm poking I'm poking at meds because people I always poke at meds you guys I'm a meds meds are a little trigger for me so I love I liked your story about I got off meds and my life got better and I'm happy I lost weight and got laid yay so when do you think you're gonna get laid what so when do you think you're gonna like make the move and start meeting real people or how and we'll leave it at that too by the way I'll give you space after this 
weird and I go out with my friends every now and then so I mean I just don't know if I want one of those random guy at the bar hookups I mean when I need it sure <laughs> I'll take it but, that's know, not what I'm talking far. about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like meet meet someone, talk to them online like you are with these doms, for example, for a week or two, but he's closer to you. Like, mm. you know, I'm doing TikTok like mad, for example, but I recently went on Tinder and I'm on Bumble too, but I don't know how to use it yet. And um, so Tinder and Facebook dating and I redid my profile. So I look like a podcaster or whatever. I'm like, come and meet me. No hookups. But like, I, but these are also women who are like closer. So I'm like, this could lead to something. Because they're not like all in California. They're not all on the West, East Coast. They're my neighbors. Yeah. They're like a kilometer away. Join my show. And some of them are watching now because they're coming. And I met one from, like, she's 150 kilometers away. She's a psychologist. And I'm like, yes. Oh. Yeah. That's great. Wow. Well, I mean, that's, that's not uh, going to the bar and banging. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot. Let me tell you, like, 90% of the, mes- the guys that message me are from out of this country. Like, not even in Canada. I'm talking about, like, India, South Africa, um, England, Ireland. <laughs> They're, like, so far away. But, um, I don't know. I mean, there's special relationships and everything, but I haven't... I haven't found anybody from New York yet. <laughs> oh, really? So, it's just... So, how do you think... We can talk about that later. Depends if you want to go to work or not. I'll keep I'll keep talking to you. Mm, I have a few minutes. <laughs> so, these guys showing up... I mean, are they like catfish? <laughs> Some of them are. Some of them... Um, yeah, they don't want to show me their picture. And I'm like, that's, that's just suspicious. And then they... Oh, the biggest thing is... Well, which I found from TikTok, actually, from messaging on TikTok, is they want to get me to their WhatsApp uh, account. Do not go to WhatsApp. What's up with the I'm WhatsApp? I'm warning you girls. I'm warning you girls. Do not go to WhatsApp because all they want is money. They get you and they talk to you and, you know, they become, like, friends with you. They didn't ask me for anything. They didn't ask me for my, you know, nude pictures or anything. They want to become your friends. And then they want to um, say, oh, I'm in this situation where, you know, oh, my ex is taking my money and this and that. And in order to um, keep talking to you, I need a cash card. Yeah, that's the big red flag. (laughs) That's when I say, okay, yeah, (laughs) bye-bye. Never again. I will never go again. And that's happened to me at least six times. Not once, not twice, six times with six different guys. I mean, like, they're so sweet and everything, and they talk to you. Oh, I just want to be your friend, and this and that. And then, oh, but do you think you could send me a cash card? <laughs> no. Okay, but now you got the two doms, right? Yes. So you're no longer susceptible to maybe possibly getting catfish? No, no, it, I don't even want to be right. talking to them. So, are you with these two doms? How are you expanding? Are you expanding your network? How are you juggling? Uh, what's the the scaling up on the internet? So two two can be quickly into four and four to eight and eight to sixteen. Well, those are my doms. Then there are also people that I chat with. 
that I'm not in a actual relationship with, but we chat. Intimate? Like, uh, at least once or twice a week, yes. How many can you handle? Oh, oh I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> do, do you know? Why yeah. won't you tell me? Why won't you tell me? Like, you know me. I, I'm, I'm juggling, like, upwards of... I mean, 16 conversations a day <laughs> with randoms. Yeah, but I feel like for a guy, it's different. I don't know. For a girl, she could be labeled, you know, something else. Because you're talking to men? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we talk about sex and we talk about BDSM and kink and stuff like that. And sometimes there are pictures exchanged. pictures yeah no I saw your face <laughs> so yeah that's that's my story <laughs> all right I'm gonna go to work now okay well you have to come back and keep telling us about this because you're I think you're kind of inspirational Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're beautiful. I can't even see you, but I'm like, yeah. You remember my pictures? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, though. Like, I mean, Can you see my face? Yes, I can see you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, vulnerable, bald guy. Mm, you're sweetest. <laughs> no, I like you, too. I like this, and I like learning about you. And I think it's cool that you kind of brought us into a world uh, more so than anyone I've met so far about the virtual aspects. Yeah? Oh, okay. you, you, fl- you flog yourself in the mirror. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, that makes me think like, mm, damn, that, t- that takes it to the next level. It's, it's kink. That's what kink is. Do you, wear, do you wear like sexy high heels? Um, sometimes. While doing it? Lucky fuckers. <laughs> Fuck. Plan. Sometimes it's not planned. Sometimes he'll just surprise me, like right in the middle of me working. <laughs> so I'm not prepared, but because sometimes I do work from home. I work from home twice a week. <laughs> but right now I can't go back until I'm a hundred percent better. I think it's just, it's the beginning. Yeah, it's the beginning. So what do you want us to call you? Do you want like a secret name? Um, I don't know. What do you think? What do you want to call me? I want to call you like, I just thought of like East Coast Casino because you went to the casino one time talking to me. I think you went to like, (laughs) you're kind of a gamble. You never know what you're going to get here. You're sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I call me gambling girl. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really much I like the East gambling. Coast because you're on the East Coast, right? I am. I'm in New York, yeah. Oh, you're actually in New York. Fuck, I don't know why I was thinking it was something else. Like Atlantic City. That's where you went, Atlantic City. Uh, no, I went up to Monticello. Monticello, New York. It's just for a little trip. I don't, I don't, 
regular basis, though. I don't like to waste my money. I'm not a gambler, I get it. It's like, it's like I don't want to eat medicine, I just want to fuck and eat. And, what's it called, the self-care? Is that what you call aftercare and fucking? Aftercare, yes. You know, I'm an aftercare aftercare, kind of guy. aftercare is important. Like a doobie. <laughs> <laughs> Some love and just sitting together. The conversations, I, I think a lot of, depends. Yeah, I, I can, we can talk about it next time. Well, I adore this. I want, I want more. Yeah. Yeah. Come back. I hope all the girls out there liked it. <laughs> oh, you like East Coast gamblers, huh? Oh, Shifu. Shifu's cool. You should follow her up. She's been she's right. been, she's been backing my ass up. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> she helped me cut some ropes, man. She cut shit I couldn't see. She's she's got some sort of magic. It's hard to explain. Well, I love all that boss fam out there. Thank you, ladies, for the support. East Coast Gambler. Good night. Love. All right. Bye, sweetie. Woo. Okay, let's, let's name that. Let's name that. Thank you so much. You saved my ass. Who's calling in next? Uh, on TikTok. Tonight? This morning? No. Okay. Before. Thank God. I was praying to the other day, but I had to go to work, but I'm off today. So. Fucking rights. Fucking work stops everyone. What was that? <laughs> I was with hardly any sleep. Why didn't you get more sleep then? Well, I went out after work, and then my dog woke me up at six, so I was like... <laughs> the dog didn't let you sleep, eh? No, no, no. So, how are you this morning? Well, I'm happy that I'm not alone. Fuck, thank you. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah. So. It's, it's kind of hanging. I'm hanging. I'm doing a morning show. It's it's an earlier morning show, so not late night, early morning. And yeah. I'm waking up I with know, people. Like, usually I, I catch it almost every morning, but it's just like, but I, like I said, I haven't been able to call in because I usually have to go to work or run in errands or something like that, so... Yeah, so, but my story's not near as exciting as the last one, so. But yeah, it's uh, kind of crazy. But yeah, the virtual thing, I, I totally get that too. I've been involved in some of those, and some of those are great. You gonna tell us about them? Well, let's see. It started, like, um, I didn't date for years. I I was divorced in 2006, and um, I had a couple friends with benefits, but just, like, I had to work on myself and didn't, had a lot of trust issues, which I still have some. But, um, so, um, my kids convinced me, like, I moved back to Texas in 2017. My kids decided, you know, convinced me to get on dating sites and... So I went on a couple, and of course I was looking for guys my age, and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so it was just like, uh, that was not going to happen. So some of my friends that know me really well, they were like, convinced me, like, Terry, said, like, there's no way in hell that you'd be happy with somebody your age. So that's where I started. Um, so so I start, kind of like started looking at age range, you know, that was younger. But I was thinking younger, like, you know, 
late 50s or something like that. Well, then I started getting messages from guys in their 20s and 30s. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, so, but, and of course I had to learn about scammers and catfish. You have to, I mean, any older woman did, cause you're, you're a magnet, you know, for, for scammers and all that. So the very first one ended up turning into a stalker. I found the original guy he sold pictures from and told him that he, you know, which I found that, um, on Google or something, this guy, you know, people used his pictures and videos all the free time because he was a motivational speaker. And he was married with two kids, you know, so it was just crazy. But, I, you know, but I've met um, quite a few guys virtually and also in person. So um, I kind of went a little crazy because, like I said, I, I went without sex for years. And um, so, um, yeah, so I went a little nuts and, and experienced, you know, um, like I think the youngest was 28 and I was 62 and now uh, you're 62 I'm 64 and you fucked a 28 year old uh huh oh, 64 fucked a 28 that's crazy okay that's awesome yeah it was pretty awesome um but uh you don't man, sound 68 huh you don't sound 68 Thanks. yeah it's called no sleep and too much coffee um but, uh, yeah, it was, but, you know, it's like, so it's just kind of go crazy for, I mean, the very first experience that I had, I met a guy on Facebook dating, and he was late 40s, I think, but it was horrible. It was just so disappointing. It was horrible. And I was just like, well, this was not worth talking to this guy for a month, because we talked like for about a month before we even met in person. And I was like, this is not, yeah. So where did it, where did it fuck up and what was the horribleness? So you, you, so this is your first experience Facebook dating. How many years ago? That was two years ago. So, so yeah, why two, two years, years ago? ago? What happened two years ago? Well, I'm just saying, cause I like, I had just started, like I said, I didn't date. I didn't, I didn't even think about it. And, and then like, um, I got on dating naps and I met, met him on Facebook dating and we talked for like a month or something, but it was just like, when I met him in person, it was just like, okay, we've talked all this time and everything, but I could tell like in the first five minutes that it was like, we're not going to click, you know? And I was stupid and met him in a hotel room for the first time. And, you know, cause we had like been talking sex and all that stuff for a long time. And, um, so, but yeah, it's just, he could not keep up with me as, I mean, that's kind of sounds a little, you know, <laughs> crazy but you know there was no he there was just no way he could keep up i mean i was not satisfied at all i mean he got off of course how long were you with them um i was there we were there for a couple hours but it was just like so it was like one one time after many months of talking one time bam and it was the worst and laid there for a while you know that type of thing and then a friend of mine called and because i had left my um it was, he got really pissed off at me because one of my friend, a friend of mine called and said, hey, um, you left your um, charger at work and I got it for you. And they were at a bar. So I was just like, I have to go get my charger because my phone was almost dead. And, um, and he, oh, he got all pissed off and blocked me after that and everything else like that, which was fine because I was and I had no intention of talking to him again anyway. So, but, so, yeah, but. 
of course, I went to the bar and a bunch of my coworkers were there and they were all cheering that I finally got laid after all these years. So it was just, it was, oh, it was pretty funny. It was hilarious. But it wasn't the best. No. Fuck, so many ups and downs, eh? Fuck. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, but I mean, at least it was just like, okay. Like, so, but then it was like, okay, that kind of, you know, I was like, okay, so we got to go find better. So then the next time was the 28-year-old. And, um, and it was, that was ours. Yeah, that was a marathon. It was a lot of fun. So, um, and, you know, and like I said, to this day, like, he's still, like, I could call him in time if I wanted to, but it's just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of looking a little for different now. I mean, um. The, the, you I said the 28-year-old. You uh, can, you can call him back at any time? I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's even said we need to do this again, and I'm just like, yeah, because it's not really what I'm looking for now, so it's just kind of like, so now we just talk in friends, and like, I give him dating advice and shit, <laughs> so it's pretty funny. <laughs> so you talk to him still? Yeah, every once in a while, yeah, every few months or so, you know, he'll hit me up, because he still has my number, and, um, you know, so every once in a while he'll hit me up just to see what's going on, and so, and then I have a couple of virtual virtual 20-somethings that live on the East Coast and because I'm in Texas. And um, so they, I hear from that. But like I said, they care so much and I hear from them and FaceTime and stuff. So it's kind of fun. But um, And then uh, I had a short relationship, exclusive relationship with a 31-year-old for a while. And um, But he had way too much drama in his life and I was just like, dude, you know, you need to get your shit together before we could be together. So... Yeah, so then he ended up getting somebody pregnant. He's back with her. It was just, just like all this drama. And I'm like, no, I don't have time for that. So, But um, it's kind of crazy. But uh, uh, but like I said, I just, you know, experimented a little bit. and But then I realized I was looking for something more exclusive, you know. But it has to definitely be a younger guy. So I just broke up with a guy, that, a 42-year-old that I've been seeing for the last six months, just two weeks ago. So um, he wanted to marry me and everything, but it's just like he had way too much going on in his life and didn't have time to see me. And, you know, to me, he didn't make enough effort, you know. So, um, and he only lives 30 minutes away from me, and it's just like, mm, yeah, you know, this is not working for me. So, What, what was he not showing up? What was going on? Huh? Was he just not he, showing no, up? I mean, like, it just became, you know, because like I said, I, I had had friends that was just friends with benefits type of thing that it was just like, not go out, but let's just get together and fuck and then, you know, that's it, you know. Um, but now it's like, look, I, I deserve somebody to take me out, you know, go out to eat, go out dancing or something, you know, and and that was not happening. Um, so it start, started turning into just sex and and uh, texting and you know stuff like that and it was just like no I, I just I deserve more than that so that's kind of where I'm at right now um, you know like I said I, I have a couple guys that I could call at a moment's notice if I just want to get off you know but it's, it's that's not what I want now so now I want you know something exclusive and that's you know hang out with us like that because 
most of my friends, the gang, the the group that I hang out with, that are friends and coworkers like that, they're all in there from their twenties to their the oldest one I hang out with is fifty one. Um, so, like I said, I have nothing in common with anybody my age, or never would look for friends or otherwise. You know, people my age just. I don't know. It's all to me. It's just a mindset. It's just a number, because I don't. I don't act my age. I don't feel my age. And you know, I sell cars for a living, so I have to be on the move constantly. And you know, so. But, you sell cars. I do. Cool. It's so fun. I love it. I love it. It's fun. I've been doing that for about three years. So and I, I, I absolutely love it. So, but um, yeah, Chevy girl through through, but. Uh, and so everybody, I, like my whole family knows I date younger. Everybody I work with knows I date younger. And of course, I'm, and, you know, they harass me at work constantly, you know, especially since I just broke up. There's like, like one of my best friends, he goes, oh, I guess it's time to start whoring again. I'm like, shut the hell. <laughs> I'm like, uh. So, yeah, I'm pretty open about it. So, you know, my, my kids just kind of shake their heads because, now it's you know it's because I have two girls and my oldest one is thirty eight and uh, I'm a grandmother too so but uh, so they uh, I mean they knew that I was dating the one guy and stuff like that and they just kind of roll their eyes and you know they just accept that that's just who I am so you know but they don't know all the story that I just told you so hopefully none of them are on here today so. it's quiet this morning like crazy quiet. Yeah, yeah. Usually you have a lot more on there than today. The trolls came, and I just started another episode. TikTok's got me uh, by the nuts a little bit. TikTok's a fucking an asshole. I swear, TikTok is re friggin' ridiculous. I mean, it's just like some of this shit that they lock people down for and ban people for is ridiculous. Oh, it's on purpose. It's all on purpose. They have an agenda. Don't think for a second they don't have an agenda. I mean, it's like in some stuff on there, you're like, I can't believe they even let people post that. They don't block that. The boss vlogs on Instagram. Go, you guys. We we can't. We can't do this live here. I I have to leave instead because it just. uh, It's like TikTok's literally like fucking doing something to me and, and. makes me upset but so instead of focusing on tiktok i'm focusing on just doing the podcast and having conversations right. with people and hoping they, they go to the spotify and I, I like to meet people through tiktok but yeah like i said it's and the trolls are so fucking nasty well i met you i like i said i found you on tiktok and then like so anything that talks about cougars and shit i'm all about that shit because it's like you know it's nice to know there's other people out there that i'm not weird you know oh. um <laughs> you're, 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 you know what? You're, you are, uh, you are definitely. I think you would give a lot of people a lot of confidence. Yeah, I mean, because to me, it's just, it's just. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I always laugh and say it's genetic because, like, my dad was married four times, and each one was younger. Every time he married him, you know, like he married somebody that was a year younger than me, you know. And at the time, in in my teens, that was weird as shit you know but now that I'm older it's like oh I get it you know it's like but yeah it just but it's nice to because at first I was like you know I was starting I don't um like I, something was wrong with me at first but now it's like hell no that's just me you know that's just who I am and um and it does give you confidence because at first like when I first started dating actually you know, I see these guys 
that I'd be like, oh, they're totally out of my league, but they'd be like pursuing me, you know? And um, so that, I mean, that builds a woman's confidence big time, you know, when you've got this hot, you know, like, because I'm curvy and I don't work out and you know, other than walking car a lot all day, um, you know, and then you see these ripped, you know, hot guys they, that are in their 30s and they're like, oh God, please, you know? And so it's like, if that doesn't build a woman's confidence, I don't know what does. <laughs> so it's awesome. But um, yeah, so now it's just like I've just accepted it. That's who I am. And but I haven't gotten back on any dating sites yet or anything. I don't know if I'm going to. I just discovered TikTok like friggin' three weeks ago, and I'm friggin'. I mean, I just never just got on until about three weeks ago. Now I'm addicted as hell, but you know. It is what it is, but um, but yeah, it's just kind of interesting. So I'm just kind of waiting to see what the next chapter brings and enjoy myself till then. And and um, but oh my God, on TikTok, all like I'm I'm blocking more followers than I'm accepting. I mean, because it's like 99% of them are all scammers. I can tell in two seconds that they are just by you know. You know, just because they don't have any kind of other social media or anything like that. And, you know, it's just like, you could tell. You could tell. So, but, but yeah, so. Yo, if you guys are watching and I'm on and off on TikTok, go to Instagram, okay? So, go to Instagram immediately. Just follow the links. I'm going to ditch TikTok off and on. So, if you guys think there's going to be a legit show there, like on TikTok, then share it. <laughs> Otherwise, go to Instagram. If you guys want it, it doesn't, it doesn't break on Instagram. I just keep turning TikTok off because it's just something's wrong with it. Yeah, it, keeps, it was freezing there, so I, that's why I jumped back over to Instagram. It was, so, it was yeah. freezing when it grew. As soon as there's people in it, it starts to freeze. Like, as soon yeah. as like, I get 60, 70 people, I get freezing because TikTok's got some sort of strap on it, some experimenting. Share the live if you guys are on it. Go ahead, sorry. The other guys will be live doing battles and all, and the battles, are, I think, are stupid as shit. They are stupid, but it's making fucking TikTok money. They don't want... F it, it's... This is like a de de degenerate, degenerative, th it's not generation. They're here to be fucking destructive to society. They don't fucking encourage good shit. So those of you who want to go yeah. to the Instagram, go like, and drop gifts because the gifts are great or go follow a guy who's having a match and go give him gifts. What a fucked up thing. I honestly, I have disdain for it because it's, it's really, it's, yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Just, you know, and they'll have, they'll have 400 people in there. It's disgusting. I'm freezing. You know, I literally it freezes me. It's on purpose. Don't think for a second it's not. There's also trolls in here too. They they allow people to defame at scale. It's fucking insane. But but I'm not focused. Like I'm not focusing on that. Like that's just the world we live in. That's just the world we live in. We live in a shitty fucking place. So go to Instagram because I won't glitch there. But um, but also I like I'll report somebody that I know is fake as hell or they're faking to, you know to be. And it's okay. No violation. Yeah, and they. Oh yeah. And they don't take them off. It's yeah. like, do you not see that this person is pretending to be? It's on purpose, you know, man. They're fucking. They're literally using my image like you would not believe, like calling me every name oh, in yeah. a book. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, so but we're yeah, we're friends on TikTok because you did follow me back, but I don't have any content. I haven't done anything on there except post a couple videos of cars, you know, a couple pictures. But I haven't, I haven't done a TikTok yet. I was just like, I don't know. I just wasn't. Just not ready for that. But who knows? So, 
six and a half to get ready to run. So you're already getting. You're going to work. Jump on and. It's a day off. Uh, Where are you going? Where are you going? I know, but I have shit to. Yes, it, it is my day off. I have stuff to do. So unfortunately, but um, but yeah, I said I would call in. I'll call in again. We'll chat. You, you, so. you, you're like one of the coolest. You say you're 64. You sound 28. Oh, thanks. You're so good for my ego. Oh, you're beautiful. You. <laughs> oh, Jacob, you're a mess. So, yes, yeah, Jamie, you're in Canada. We can hang, man. We would have a good time. Yep. Be fun. Well, well this is ever the beginnings. To, so I'm going to be, I'm going to travel. I'm going to meet people. Houston, ever come to Houston area? I'm right here. Oh, now I'm going to come to Texas. Awesome. I'm going. I'm going to make a trip. I want to go to California. So subscribe to my to my Patreon, you guys, because that's what I want to do. I want to start traveling. Yeah, um, I think I um, I don't know if I subscribed on your Patreon, but I'm I'm like a stalker to you. I'm stalk not, me, okay. you guys. Stalk me, and, and I'll come to Houston. And once I get like a few hundred people on the Patreon, right now I have sixteen. But if I get a few hundred, then I can travel to Houston. I'll just get in my car and travel, or or I can maybe with that way I can afford the payments on a fucking trailer. I I drove to New Mexico. Like I used to live in New Mexico from here all the time. Oh really? Yeah, I love New Mexico. Yeah, I, uh, well, I lived in Alaska for three years when I was a kid, so I've been to Canada a couple times. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't like cold. I don't like snow. I don't like any of that because I've lived in St. Louis. I've lived all over. It. Texas is home, so I will not be leaving. It's warm there, too. Getting messages out there. today. It's supposed to be in the 20s tomorrow, so I'll be standing outside in the 20s tomorrow, so feel sorry for me. You have no idea how so, cold it yeah. is here. Here it's so far. I've sold cars. I've been in the car sales lots with minus 27, minus 32. Oh, shit, no. Oh, mm-mm. Cars don't start, rather, even brand new ones. I'd rather be I'd rather be at 110 on the lot degrees, sweating my ass off than freezing. I mean, any day of the week, I'm just. Mm-mm. I like I like the hot weather. All the humidity. But um, but yeah, I just I'm gonna yeah so yeah if you ever come visit that'd be awesome. So you gotta come down. But, um, but like, I don't know. Oh, another thing I didn't mention too is like, um, one thing is, and I'm one of those that I've, like I said, I'm not racist at all. Like, I've, I've dated black guys, I've dated Hispanics, I've dated white guys, I don't care. It's all about character. And, of course, how sexy they are. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, because, like, um, but a lot of people, like, were looking down at me because I was dating a black guy, so I'm just like, that's so ridiculous. You know, it depends on how somebody treats that you. Texas, when... maybe. That's in Texas. Like, it's... no one gives yeah, you... That's it's... cool. <laughs> You're probably yeah. lucky. From what I hear, is like, once you go that way, you don't go back. <laughs> no. Nah. No. Because a lot of that's a myth, too, so let me tell you, so. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I've always been really proud of myself, so I'm always like, I wonder if I would stand up to others. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you would. I mean, I'm full. Yeah, I, I, I've had both. I've had, you know, the the big, you know, um, stereotypical black guy. I've had that. But sometimes bigger is not always better. You know, so. 
it's not always it's not always um a good thing so because it can be painful so and it's not fun if it's not if it's painful to, i mean my in my case it's fine you know it's like i'm sorry but it's not yeah some people like that they're like if it doesn't hurt it's not fun <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm the opposite i don't want i don't want to i don't want to hurt so but uh but yeah but you know of course it depends on how turned on you are too so but uh but you gotta know what to do with it if you if you know you know so it's about that too so but jacob love you dear i gotta go so i, I love talk you too to you soon. okay All right. good night and my name is gary even though it comes up as leveland that was my old kennel name i used to show dogs so that was my old kennel name so that's how why everything is on there so but terry uh, it is so, yeah. Alright, babe. You take care. Love. Okay, Enjoy come back. It. Tell us about All fucking right, these young guys. We want to hear it. <laughs> take care. Good night. Bye. Houston, here we come. Who's that? Uh, so, what's in the background? Is that like a radio? Oh, yeah, you got to turn that down so we could just hear you. We don't know anything about you. And so you're from the Philippines in Japan. Yeah, I, I, I live in Japan and I come from the Philippines and I just started doing TikTok because my students are doing it. And so and I have just, you know, viewed one of your vlogs or TikTok uh, videos and it's kind of interesting. So and uh, when I opened my TikTok and you're doing live right now and I thought I would just why not join? Cool. So this is just meant and so I never expected that everyone Well I'm glad that you called actually. So I talk about relationships, which you might know because you saw which TikTok did you watch? TikTok. Your TikTok. You yeah. only have one TikTok, right? Yeah, but what video yeah, did you see? The trolls are in, you guys. Be careful, the trolls are in. So, are you in a relationship? Oh, I am. Ooh, in Japan? Uh, yeah. So, yes. you, but we were going to talk about dating in. Dating. Dating well, in, in the Philippines. I, but what kind of, what are the questions, anyways? I'm just going to give my opinion and then let's see. The questions, well, they, we want to get to know you, so we want to know if you're like a happy person. I'm a happy person. Well, tell what us, do you think? Tell, I don't know yet. I don't know. So tell us about what makes you happy and ha what are the secrets? Uh, makes me happy. It's like changing your thoughts makes you happy. Make you happy. It's how you view things, I think, will make you happy. No matter what situation you're in. You guys, there's a troll. That's a troll. So don't get caught up by the trolls. Sorry, I have a troll in there pretending to be me. Please share the live, though. Yeah, it's rough. Just don't... Really? Yeah, yeah it happens. 
troll. It's called troll. Yeah. But you said there that call me, call me. So and then I tried to call, and then probably it's you. It's boss blogger live. So I think it's you. So you're in a relationship with somebody in in Japan. Is he Japanese? Yes. How did you meet him? Uh, online internet. In the Philippines? I know. It's like in online. We were like writing each other online. Were you in the Philippines? Yeah, I was in the Philippines. I'm not in Japan. Did you come because of your, of your relationship? What was that? Did the relationship, was that why you went to Japan? So let us know about, talk about your relationship, how you started it in the Philippines and how you got to Japan. Tell us the story. Uh, really? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell if I'm gonna make it short. We like long stories. We like real stories. Yeah, it is real. Okay. I mean, we just like it. We don't, we don't need to make it short. We have lots of time. application it's gmail at that time gmail wasn't really um, a common account mail account email account and then yeah we were writing on gmail he found me on g he found me on a dating site i think and he wanted to learn english and i happened to know english and we just teach each other Okay, he found you on a dating site. I think that doesn't make sense. What? Why? 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 How did he meet you? What dating site? We're asking specific questions. He found me on a dating site, I think, and gmailed me. Like that? I don't get this. He gmailed me because that's not a common what? That doesn't make sense. So I used a Gmail account, and uh, that's who he wrote. He then we were writing each other. Or emails. But where did yeah. you meet? Where did he get your Gmail account? Where did he meet you? Uh, it's like a dating site, like pinai.com, something like that. Okay, so it was like a one in the Philippines. Yeah. So this Japanese man was, was researching or, or looking and using a, like a, is it an Asian uh, dating site? It is, I think, Asian dating okay, site. That's interesting. So we, we like to know which, which dating sites work. So a lot of women are on dating sites, but they don't like them. They're like, fuck Tinder. It doesn't work. So P- oh, Pignon, which you don't even want to say the name of. We need to know the name of it because we want to know. Maybe there's women that want to download it. Really? Well, why not? <laughs> okay, so I, I'm just calling because I'm really curious. Okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. It was really long time ago. I don't really remember the dating site and I don't think it still exists now since there are so many dating sites are you know like so many dating sites that 
new 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 ones. So I'm not sure if it still exists. So that's it. Okay. I'm telling the truth. No, 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 I get it. I know yeah. you're telling the truth. I'm just trying to find out which one. It's like, I'm not good at remembering sites or names or whatever. So, yeah. Oh, Michelle. Um, so you met this guy. How long have you been together? Uh, actually, we've been together for 15 years. Oh, so this is like not even, this is old school. This is a hardcore relation. How long have you been in Japan? long time ago so I've been dating like probably I have idea if there are some questions so that's why I called try but if they're not interested I could you could you know let someone in others what you don't want to you don't want to do it why I don't want to do it well, we're gonna keep asking you questions like how how who's what's what's like uh, when you met him is he older or younger Four years older than me when we met. Nice. Nice. So he's an older dude, not too much older, perfect. So you guys are a good couple. Any kids? No, we don't have kids. And so, are you guys a happy couple? Yeah. Yeah? Do you know, we talk about sex too. Well, are you having it? You having sex? No. No? Oh, whoa. well, see, that's that's going to be, you know, if you watch my videos, my vlogs. Can, I, can, they, can, can they see my face? No one can see you. I, you know what? No. Turn off your camera. You can turn off your own camera. Okay, okay. Okay, where are the questions? Well, that's what I mean. So sex, what's going on? 15-year relationship, you're from the Philippines, you moved to Japan, you met online. Uh-huh. Was, uh-huh. So we want to know about passion, are you passionate? What's keeping you together? Uh, maybe friendship? It is friendship. Friendship. How old are you? Yeah. Uh, I, am, I am in my 30s. Ooh, 30s. You're a young woman. Do you want? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I, who's telling you you're not? Who says you're not a young woman? Uh, myself. I mean, I know age is just a number, but then oh, I feel I feel younger than my age, though. So yeah, nothing. Probably just we're we good friends. Oh, I think that's it. I think that's what matters. Friendship. Yes. Not sex. Because you want it. What I want. Of course I want it. Yes. So you have to have what some. Want it? So when was the last time you had it? Two or three years, you're in a friendship with someone that you're calling a relationship, and you haven't had sex in three years. So, what are you gonna do? Uh, actually, I have. That's what I told before. What makes you happy? 
change your thinking and everything's gonna be okay. So I have tried, I know it's boring, but yeah, I have tried it. I, it was a struggle, but no, I have just, I have adjusted. You have a what? I have adjusted. Oh, so you're not having sex, and that's healthy? I have adjusted. You know what? The story is getting. This story doesn't sound very happy. Just to let you know. I know. Okay. So, but anyways, uh, that's why I'm just enjoying your vlog because your vlog is really telling the truth. It is about that. Yeah, it's about telling the truth. And and women, women like sex. (laughs) (laughs) This way, it's like there's something. There are things that you just cannot express, and then your vlog is about expressing oneself and it's really cool and uh, that's probably why I really like your TikTok uh, posts so I'm just like kind of a fan maybe I've seen your first time I watched your TikTok was last week and it was really kind of it's really interesting so uh, it so happened that when I opened my TikTok you're doing live and I said why not try to call it so I tried to call I know the story I get the story yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. And I'm trying to open you up. I'm trying to find out about you. <laughs> and I'm doing a good job, by the way. I'm doing a very good job. Uh, you hear this, right? You, you know what's yeah. happening. I'm trouble, hey? Uh, uh, you know, but you, you got what I mean, so... I get what I, you mean. You, you, you just told me you're in a relationship with someone you, unha- you have not had sex with for two years and you're, you are in your 30s. Do you want a baby? Uh, but it's, no, no, not anymore, it's too late. Who says? Who says? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I think uh, I'm a teacher myself, so it's really, it's, I have seen my students and uh, I don't know, it's hard to raise children these days generation so yeah yeah they met in person they lived together are you guys married yeah you're married married no sex They're married. She's not getting strung along. She's just not having sex. I think, so do you think it's Japanese culture or what's going on? What's, what's making you think that you're old, which you're not, and that sex, uh, and, and a sexless yeah. marriage is good? Do, are your yeah, friends you're having right sex? That. You're right about that. They're, it's their culture. And I think it's very, very it's, I think it's very known. It's very, uh, what's that? They're known to be like that. So I, as a, so I think most of those who all have, you know, Japanese friends or just or people who live in Japan, they're very aware of the situation. So that's why Japan um, population is really fewer, getting lesser because of that. That's really part of their culture, I think. Well, I know, I'm just being sad for you because you said you're not having sex. 
And so, okay, so here in our call, in North America, the women, you know, 35 plus, fuck men, women, fucking sex. They're yes, 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 more. I want more, they want young men. Do you think you could talk to your, your husband about opening the relationship so you can meet a young man? Silent understanding. That sounds like pain. Pain. <laughs> I love listening to you because you are you are making me scared. Because <laughs> it's not. It doesn't sound happy, and rep- it sounds repressed. Um. Well, I think you. Yeah. There are things that I need to consider at the same time. So it's just like uh, uh, there are ways to make myself happy. I guess we're. So what's that? I can tell you're going to come and she's like, so I feel like there is a reason you called. She's like, I'm interested. You don't even know why you called, hey? You just yeah, did. It's know. instinct. You know, it's like uh, subconscious. It's, it's, you want a thrill. You want a thrill. I, but that's the tease is a trap and I caught you because you're hungry for it of course I'm hungry I'm thirsty well wait where should I deny it I love it and now this is a better conversation than we're like well now I'm like yeah I'm thirsty I'm hungry it's true so what are we gonna do so I'm interested to know what happens like it's okay because you live in a culture where you can you not express it Uh you can't it's hard it's hard he, yeah. I, I, I've been to Japan, so, and I, I felt like there's so many ways. I was like, oh, how am I supposed to communicate this? And in some ways, it's such an amazing, beautiful culture, but in some ways, it's also like, oh my God, I, there's things that they just don't acknowledge. And then and maybe they're the things that cause problems. I don't know. Maybe the reason that J- Japanese people don't um, open up the sexuality in, in relationship is because it might cause chaos, and maybe that's what. Maybe North America will learn. I don't know. I, I want to learn. I want to learn about the Philippines too. What's going on in the Philippines? That was another question. That's what you originally yeah. came. What's it like dating in the Philippines? Yeah. Oh my gee. There are, I think all cultures have positive and negative. So as you have heard, I don't know if you have watched videos about Filipinos, if you have foreigners having Filipino girlfriends. Like We're very kind of expressive people we express what we feel always so that's Fili- that's Filipino people we're very like uh, romantic and we you know something like that but at the same time we're conservative but then, then they're not my age I don't know about the new generation now 
if they're still conservative at the same time. You sound conservative, but you want to fuck. <laughs> so do they have sex yeah. in the Philippines? Is it more sexual in the Philippines than in Japan? Yes. Ooh, tell me about the Filipino, the passion, how people express in marriages and how sex is in the Philippines. Because I don't really, I've never uh, talked about it. Really? Well, I, you know what? I have not had very many people from the Philippines on the show. So I like the, I like that you are someone who's, uh, you know, in Japan, from the Philippines, in a sexless marriage, <laughs> and and it kind of, and so I want to, I want to, but I do want to learn about the Philippines because you know what, I, I, in my mind, I'd like to visit the Philippines more so than Japan. I'd rather go to the Philippines as a, and to meet the people and to see the culture because it sounds more fun. Filipinos are very hospitable, like very generous, very kind. You know, we are like that, like culture there is so friendly like every neighbor is everyone uh, you're, you're everybody's friend in your neighborhood and that's Philippines <laughs> and so that's Philippine culture and, and yeah and Filipino culture like okay there's just one thing that I'm gonna be honest like here People tend to uh, sleep in separate bed after like five years of their marriage. But in the Philippines, we don't do that. We always like to be together. So that's that's how the, the that's one of the big difference, culture differences. You sleep in a different bed than your husband? Uh, because I'm a Filipino, I said no, and there's no more space. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we have to, yeah. Sleep together. Yeah. No sex for two years, and you're sleeping together. Yeah. Do you want yeah. it? What are you gonna do? We kind of want. We want to yeah. hear the story of you being like, you know what? I'm going to revitalize my marriage and start having sex. What would happen if you initiated sex? Oh, you live with his parents. Fuck. Would you guys move to the Philippines? Like, man, you need to have sex, lady. I can tell. Listen, you're calling the boss vlogs. You're in trouble. Yes. Man, that means other thirst traps are out there. You're going to be thirsty, drinking them up. You're a young woman. Do you not know that? Who says you don't? You're a young woman. I think people would understand that once, once the you know the passion is gone, it can't be you know it can't it can't be renewed or something. No, no, no. People don't understand. It's a lie. Who says that? Me. It's a lie. Really? Yes. Passion can be renewed. Okay. You you can have you can have amazing sexual experiences for another and women women only get worse in their forties. You're a young woman. I'm telling you. I know. Right? You say that. That's why I like your blood. Someone's saying we're cool. 
I want to go to the Philippines. Yeah, after Corona. Will, will you come with me? You can have fun. Oh. <laughs> you'd be, I bet you'd be okay. explosive. You'd be all pent up after two years. See, interested, maybe. She's like, maybe, yeah, actually. Oh, I can't just say no when, when, you know, when you can't say no when you want to go there. You know, you cannot just deny it. I mean, it's part of being human, right? So. Well, you're denying it so hard. I just had to, like, literally fish it out of you. Because I, I can be hard. <laughs> you, you can be what? I, I can be hard. Stubborn. No, hurt. Hurt. Oh, he's here. here. Oh. <laughs> I, I think she mentioned that. Yeah, he's, someone wrote that. That's why I cannot, like, talk. Because he's in the other room, so, but Japanese house is very, you know, walls are in bed, closed. And parents live there, and so you can't have sex because you live with your parents. That's so fucked up, man. Fuck that, man. I'm out. I'm not going to Japan. I know Japan's cool. I think it's beautiful. I love the, the, the intricacy, the, the details, and so many of the, the cultural detail. It's so beautiful yeah. and, and such historic. Yeah. But, man, I want to be, you know, I definitely want to get heard. I want my neighbors to hear me fucking. <laughs> well, there is normal here, at least in apartments. There are people, people hurt, are hurt doing that. Oh, I just got I just got suspended on TikTok for having communications with you. With? Yeah, I oh, got trolled. Yeah. Suspended. It's not you. Tokyo. Uh, did you go to Kyoto? I think so. I traveled. I was all around the city there. I walked around. Wow, that's so cool. I'm from Hokkaido. I, I just felt like restricted. It was it was held back. Like everything was so beautiful, but you couldn't touch. Yeah, you have to be quiet. 
Yeah. <laughs> you cannot make noise. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. It's my friend said that one one of the things that they were very surprised when they came to Japan was they have to be quiet. You know, that's that's well, that's yeah. But I'm not. I always say hi to my neighbors. No, you're not boring me. I just got, I got a, I got blocked on TikTok. So I'm just. What? What? For real? Yeah, we got blocked. We have, we have trolls. Serious trolls. Wow. Really? Yeah. Your story's right. I love your story. I'm glad that you talked to me. I'm really happy you did. You're, you're making me feel good about life. We're in a good situation, the two of us. And I think communicating with you is cool. So I really do appreciate it. You're so kind. I love that you opened up for me, even though your husband's in the house. Posting on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. saying the truth. And truth always makes me happy, and it would be, it would make things probably, I'm sure it would help other people too, who are, I don't think I am alone in this situation. You're not there alone. Are so many. You're not alone. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, then. No, you're brave. You're sweet. You're very sweet. And it is a part of life. And everything that you're open to, you're a very cool person. I can tell. I'm so happy I'm on the call with you. You're making me feel better. Why? You're not feeling better before this? Uh, no, I was feeling, I was just feeling kind of weird, anxious, but uh, I'm on the right path no matter what, what happens. And I think me telling you and opening you up and speaking to you and and kind of be putting pressure on you because you were trying to be like, oh no, it's everything's fine or everything's normal. But you're opened up and kind of made it more real and, and it makes me feel good. Uh, nothing is easy in life, no matter how. When we see people happy, not, I, I, I want, of course, I want everyone happy. But then there's always this thing that always, always give us struggle. And we'll just have to face it, I guess. And I have learned that through listening to positive words on YouTube and just like, you know, change my thinking. It's it's only, you know, doing affirmations. And it worked after three years. <laughs> it sounds really like, I always tell that to people, but they just seem to laugh at it. But it worked for me. So... But I always like I'm not a nun, so I always take every opportunity I get because I might die the next day, and I don't want to have regrets. So it's okay to feel weird, you know, 
normal. So be weird. You're not alone. No, we're not alone. Yeah. I'm with you. you. I'm not. I'm not going to Japan. I'm going to the Philippines. Call back. Okay. Call back when you have sex. <laughs> okay, probably when five years later. Oh, God. Ten years of Well, how do you know it's going to happen in ten years? What, do you think all of a sudden he's going to start fucking you in ten years? Jesus, you got to start now. Who? You. Who? I don't know who you're... Okay, one, one, more, one more question. When was the last, your last? Last night. I had sex and I went to sleep. Was it your, was she, uh, is she your girlfriend? She's my lover. Oh, nice. Not married. Okay. That's great. We both live apart, like but we fuck like rabbits. All the time. Fucking. I got laid. You're jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I am. It's okay. I will have my turn. Okay, go. Get laid and then call us. I dare you. Or t- call us next week if you can. I'm recording 30 of these episodes. Thanks. Yeah, good luck. Good luck on the TikTok. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So now you're in the podcast because I don't know anything about you. Do we know each other? No. Yeah. All right. That's even better. I love meeting new people. Me too. All right. <laughs> so where did we meet? So? Pardon? 
where did we meet? How did you meet me? Or how did we connect? I literally just came on TikTok and saw you. And you're like, you know, come on over to your shell. Come talk to me. So I'm like, okay, I'll talk to him. Did you get me on, on the boss vlogs? Like, because I just got kicked off my other account by some no, trolls. No, I got you on Instagram. What was that? I got you on Instagram. You caught me on Instagram. So it wasn't on TikTok. Well, I was on TikTok and then you explained to go on to Instagram. Okay. Well, here okay, you just missed the, uh, this crazy thing that happened, and we're just dealing with troll action because TikTok is oh, a troll. Oh, what happened? Oh, what they, happened? Well, I was broadcasting on another channel, and then they, they destroyed the broadcast. Why? I don't know. You guys, all of you who are watching, go to uh, go to TikTok and say, "Hey, f the trolls are bad." You guys, I'm not sure what's going on, but these guys are weird. It's morning. It's Friday morning. That's why. What does that mean? They're bad on Friday mornings. I think so. Nice. You know, that is a plot. You got to, I'm glad that they, it hit me first thing in the morning so I can get over it and just keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Gotta it's keep the ball to me. Rolling. It has happened to me on a Friday morning. So I don't go, I don't go live Friday mornings anymore. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't have the energy for them. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? What do I do? I'm in retail. I work at Walmart. But when you go live. What do I do? I just shoot shit. Shoot shit. Shoot the shit, ask questions, ask how everybody's doing, where they're from, um, you know, talk about whatever I'm doing, you know. New grandbaby has arrived, so I've been, you know, yapping about her and, you know, just shit shit. So you seem happy. I like to think I am. Well, give us the secrets, I can tell. Give us some secrets <laughs> to your happiness. Okay, well, I guess one secret is don't take yourself too seriously. Um, I have a wicked personality. That's what gets me through. I love laughing. Good time. Smiling. Making other people smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we right now? Pardon? Where are you? I'm in Canada. You're Canadian, so we're in Canada cold. Is it cold? Because it's cold in Edmonton. Oh, oh it's so cold. Oh, but the key, but the key is, is, as long as it's not minus 30, I'm okay. It's like minus 27, or it was a couple days ago. So it's one of them. It's like, it's been like that. You're going to jinx it again. You're going to jinx it again. And I'm, I'm sorry, three. Jesus. My, I got a new battery, so I don't give a shit. I can start my car. If it goes back to that, if it goes back to that I'm going to give you so much crap. Oh, my God. No, I don't mind the snow. The snow is very scenic. I don't mind that. So, where are you? Edmonton. No way! Yeah, where are you? I'm in Ontario. Ontario, there's no place like home. I'm just... I'm just oh, Ontario's been going through... Yeah, there's some crazy shit, shit happening. I'm not going to talk shit. about what's going on in Ottawa. I'm not going to no, talk about, but no, I will talk I about. Either. How about when was the last time you got you uh, are you in a relationship? Um, I am. Talk about. Let's talk about your relationship. Happy. <laughs> Most days. <laughs> Most days. Some days not so good, but you know, tis life. I've been with the same guy for about eight years. And well, some days we don't get along too great. Some days we do. 
Not married? Not married, technically, no. I don't think I'll ever get married. You've never been married? No. Any I've been kids? engaged three times. Any kids? Oh, boy. You really want to know? Okay. <laughs> all together with me and the hubby, we have five kids all together. They're all grown up. They're all adults. So, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so, you had another another relationship? I had a grandbaby. Pardon? You had another baby daddy? Yeah. How old, how old grown up, meaning what, they're 30 or how, I'm not sure. You look like you're, you're 25. I love it. Thank you. He's name my day. Yay. Well, yeah, so and I don't know I how old your kids are. No makeup, no, nothing. I have no makeup or nothing. I, this is fabulous. <laughs> you just made me feel good. Thank you. Well, so I, I also. No, I, all I, in their 20s. All in their 20s. You're really public. You're not afraid of coming out and in, in like being up here, hey? Nothing? When was last time you had sex? <laughs> Two months ago. Fuck! That's wait, a long wait, time. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you meaning with the hubby? Or so myself? That's what we talk about on the show. We kind of, we talk about relationships uh-huh. and how they unfold, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been two months. So... With the hubby or with the lover? So what is there like a variation? What's this? What's the what's the relationship look like? Tell us how what makes you so happy and how you're getting away with not fucking for two months. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you one big secret right now is the hubby has had two strokes and a triple bypass, so he's got to be very careful with his health, which means uh, not as much fun. Um. In myself, I'm going through woman changes. So my brain wants to. But, yeah. But your body says no? What does it that mean? It sucks. It seriously fucking sucks. Okay, no, no. Your body's not letting they you fuck? I need to be realigned. I need to be realigned. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make any sense. So your body is telling you doesn't want to fuck, but your mind is like, I'm yeah. horny? What does that mean? That means my hormones and everything are out of whack. It's like through, it's like perimenopause, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. What does that mean? What does that look like? It's fuck. You got me on a good day. <laughs> well, I know, but give us, give us, I'm give us. Okay. Oh no, it's, okay, okay, listen, the Instagram's gonna end. You're gonna have to phone back in a few moments. And you can also phone me like just directly because the Instagram is going to end in 18 seconds. It does it on its own. <laughs> and we just got into the perimetopause and the effects of perimetopause on women. I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's too funny.
think she's gonna come back. We're waiting for her. Maybe she could phone back. It's fucking rocket science. I know you guys. Please phone back. Hey guys, hey. She's not coming back? Fuck, it's rocket science, you guys. Let's see. So she's not coming back. Hello? Stacy, how about Stacy, you give me a call? All right, we'll just end that there. She's perimetopausal. Pe perimetopause. So we're going through perimetopause on this next episode. Uh, what am I going to call it? Your mama something, I think, is your name? Nona. Nona. All right. Thank God. Fuck. Honestly, I don't want to, if the Instagram cuts us off and like that, and then it fucks up the podcast. So people need to phone in this way because that just broke the whole thing so now when you're listening there's a gap but i guess we can yeah. introduce this as another thing of like we're going to be talking about perimenopause <laughs> what weren't we talking about how old are you uh, really well if you're perimenopausal who cares no one can see you now see at least now now you're anonymous we can actually have a conversation instead okay. of me being scared so, uh, okay. that's why we have to do it on this way the calling in the easy yeah, way is not it Okay, this is better. It's much better. I am 44. I'm almost 45. Right, and menopause is kicking in? Yeah. Fuck. Dude, wow. Oh, yeah. Kicking my ass. Okay, talk about it. Talk, talk about how it started. So you're, what you're doing is you're prepping other women for it. And, and you're prepping me you as I deal with women in my age. I wish somebody would have fucking warned me. Well, this is your job now, you see. Now, teach us. Perimetopause. Perimetopause, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Very hormonal. You're just loving this. Look at the look on your face. <laughs> you know what? I Very hormonal. I, you know what? I like learning and honestly... So I have trolls trying to stop the show and stop the podcast, and I just want to keep it going. Those of you who want to phone in, make sure you line up. Go message me on Instagram. Line me up. I'm going to phone you. These phone calls last about half an hour. We're going to line up as many as possible. Let's have a conversation. Right now we're talking about perimetopause. Invite people. Yeah, I'm loving it. You're open. You're legit. You're an open person. How about anxieties or something? Oh, wicked, wicked, wicked anxiety. Like, wicked. Retarded. It's retarded. Um, you crave sugar all the fucking time. All the time. And then, and 
tape and everything, it doesn't work. So it's changed yet? Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. What, what, where does the weight go? Like, not in the boobs and the bum? Right on the tummy. Right on the belly. Sucks. I was not, I did not have a belly before. Oh, okay. Wonderful. And then, oh yeah, and then thinning of the hair. Which I'm having a big problem with, so. So what else do you want to know? Well, why you're not fucking? You haven't had sex in two years, or in two months. Because I just, not in the mood. That's you. It's you. Yeah, I just, How about hubby? What does hubby want to do? <laughs> you're not giving him any either? You, you don't use your... No libido. Yeah. That's not what I'm used to. I, I even on menopause, like I know people who are fucking. I wish. So you want to? It was great. I had a great time. So when did it start? You're 44. I feel like you're very young. It hit me young. It just hit me younger. It hit me probably. It started about I'll say about ten nine ten years ago. Like it started then. Yeah, it hit me early. God damn it. I was pissed off. I was like, this can't be happening now. This is what I'm way too young. But yeah, great. So yeah, life is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you're, he gets to use his hand. You get to watch. You hate porn. You're not getting off. Fucking stomach. And it menopause started at 35. Well, it sucks that it sucks. So what are we going to do to make it better? You know what? I've talked to my doctor and everything about it. And he said it is the way it is right now. I'm like, what? Am I going to be like this until I'm like fucking 60 now? Like, well, what's happening? Is, is my sex life done? And he's just like, well, I hope not. I'm like, that's not the answer I want. Damn it. That's why I can have these conversations now. I never could before, but now I can. What are you doing? I'm just blocking trolls. Okay. Why well, are they saying something about me? Probably. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the crappiest thing happening in my life. The no sex. The no sex. 
Your personality. <laughs> So there's no solution to perimenopause. No. That's not true. There's got to be something. And other women, is there any other women going through menopause that are having sex or still horny or what do they do? They probably are, but I don't know what the fucking problem is with me. <laughs> Someone give me an answer. Someone tell me what to do. Oh yeah. So you were actually, you were like, are you in an open relationship? No. So, no? Because you were... Do you mess around with other men? That's what I got. That's the impression I got when we were talking earlier. No, okay, no, I met myself. I met myself. Oh, I mean that's okay. You're allowed to mess around with yourself. Uh, yeah, I, I try to. It's a good thing my hubby actually trusts me because I'm a very I'm a friendly flirt, and he's well aware of it. He has no problem with it. So would he he let you fuck another man? Maybe a younger guy? Someone else is going through menopause and she's not horny either. Thank you. God damn it. Thank you. I don't know. I come online today and this is what happens. I don't understand, Michaela. You're going to work today? Tonight, yeah. It's what time? It's already. It's probably like nine o'clock in Ontario. It's still dark here. Nine o'clock in the morning. It's still dark here. I have to work at four. Yeah, yeah. The sun's not even up in Edmonton. It's fucking dark. It is here. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous inside. Beautiful. Okay, so... You have a very... You have almost a concerned look on your face. <laughs> well, I kind of want more, uh, like, figure out what's going to happen with the... It just sounds like menopause is over, but I just don't agree with that. And you're asking for help, but I mean, maybe, like, I think fucking another man... <laughs> But then you're not horny, and then I think about you telling me that your your dude gets a hand job. I'm like, yo, how about him? Does he get to fuck any other women? No, he won't. 
He won't. Even if I told him he could, he wouldn't. We're, we're very loyal. We're very loyal. Uh-huh. Yeah, you seem happy too. She needs a cub. It doesn't sound like she wants a cub. I think he, he might need someone, but he's all, he has to use his hand. She watches. That that baffles me. What? No, you see that stuff on porn. Like, you see all kinds of stuff on porn. So, you know, I'll make a suggestion or whatever, you know, just to see if, you know, I can get excited. And yeah, no. Use it or lose it, they say. They need to swing, but she's not horny. She's 44. Yeah. You're young. You're young. You, you, you sound like you're going on 60, but you're 44 years old. 44-year-old women are a little different usually, but your doctor says it's like the what, what's going on. So there's no like extra hormone you can inject? You know what? I was talking to him about that, and he said you can't really do anything until everything kind of calms down. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, how long is that going to take? It's been 10 years already. Shut up. So when did you stop being horny? Oh, no. Two years, three years ago? Someone said get a different doctor. (laughs) Someone said get a different doctor. No? I probably should. Maybe. Get Get another fucking opinion. 44 is super young. Yeah, I think I'm gonna... Have you thought about that? I have not. And as for the swinging thing, it's really funny because we've been invited to do that and now. Even if it was like a really hot couple, no. I'm 50. Kathy, are you still horny? Like, are you still, still, Kathy says she's 50. Are you still interested in men? And intimate relationships? Kathy. Kathy says she's 50. I'm 54. Menopause did the total opposite thing for me. Poor thing. Thank God I'm blessed. That's what I mean. I've heard the opposite story. Is anything enticing? Does anything excite you? Not even the porn. The porn doesn't even do it. Do you guys... Nothing. I, I did like porn before, and now I'll like watch it just to try. Nope. Nothing. Fuck. <sighs> Very frustrating. The topic is perimetopause. Perimetopause. She's a young woman going through menopause. She says she's going through menopause, and she her, her whole sex drive has disappeared. And she's kind of sad and unhappy. You guys, share the live. Follow me on Instagram if you're watching. Share and click likes. Everyone who's watching, click likes. Like, nonstop. It sucks. Because you know what can happen from this, right? Obviously, you know, because of what's happening with me, depression can come in because of that. Because you're not getting your release, right? You know, I'm not getting my goddamn pipes cleaned. Fuck. <laughs> I need a release. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The kids are adults. How many kids? They have five kids and as a couple. You. How many kids did you have? I had two. Two kids are adults in their twenties. Uh huh. Twenties. Both beautiful girls. You're in a premenopausal stage at fifty. Hey, Kathy. Yeah, you started young. What did it say? <laughs> it was like, no, you shoot me now. <laughs> I knew something was wrong. Like, I could feel it. I knew something was definitely not right. And because, well, I was very active before. Very. So tell me about the change. Tell me about that transition. Just so women can realize. Because you transitioned differently than other women. And she, yeah. she said she started at 35. Was it the same doctor 10 years ago? Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Is he a guy? Yeah. Oh, fuck him. Get another opinion. You know what's really funny is, is he's in the midst of retirement. <laughs> I gotta seek another opinion on this. Ooh, no, somebody else started at 44. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're not the only one, but she got horny. I don't know. She just says that she, she originally wrote, she's like, menopause did the opposite for her, that she got hornier. See, that's what I was waiting for. I was literally waiting for that, for the whole whoosh, you know, and, and, and having sex all the time and everywhere and whatever, you know, and the whole craziness of it. That's what I was waiting for. I was excited about that. And it went, boom, the opposite. Get a new doctor stat. I agree. I it agree. does get better, someone said. Get a new doctor stat. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy's still horny, she says. Jesus. I'm jealous. Uh, Amber says she's 46, going through perimenopause. I'm also on antidepressants, sleeping with 30 year olds. See? Just fucking Nicely younger guys. Done. Nicely done. Shutterbug took hormones. So have you taken any hormones? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diet, exercise. I rub that bean every day. <laughs> Do you jerk off? Do you jerk off? Me? Yes. yes. You do? Yeah. How many times yeah. a day? I'm not going to say per day. Week. So really, maybe really hold back, that. hold back on that, and maybe you can give it to the dude. Are you not? So kill somebody. Well, what the hell? You're telling me you're not interested. <laughs> That's weird. I thought you weren't interested, but you my want to friends, blow it. My friends have even told me to have a few drinks, and I did that. It doesn't do a thing. And then my friends told me to smoke some dope. Did that? It doesn't make me high. I have the opposite effect with that. Stop jerking off. Let him eat it. <laughs> so, yeah. Jody, message me on Instagram. All you guys who are here, The Boss Vlogs is on Instagram. Go to my Instagram, The Boss Vlogs. 
and we're going to record you for the podcast. Yay! I don't know. I want... I want oh, we're, we're learning about menopause. I just feel like you're holding back a little bit. Like, she's jerking off, but not fucking... She needs to cut... Like, you, you still have an appetite for it if you're doing that. I didn't think you could. You can. I guess for myself. See, that's interesting. See, I'm very interested now. Uh, huh. Interesting. Well, if you're doing it, it's not fair for hubby. I agree. He has to use his hand too. You're scared he's, he's gonna he's gonna you're gonna blow up his heart. Yeah. Then fucking Maybe. fuck a younger guy. I did, I did it first. I know I did, and I told him that. I said like, I can't do anything. He's like what? Because I'm afraid. Like your blood pressure, whatever's gonna go through the fucking earth, and you're gonna have a heart attack. That. I was awesome with him about it. So maybe it's some sort of subliminal fear that's going on. What? Maybe it's some sort of subliminal fear. Yeah. Well, I know I can't get rough with them anymore. <laughs> How come? Because of his um, incisions on his chest from the operation. There's incisions? Yeah. Dude, he got open like a turkey does on Thanksgiving. Fuck. Like, literally, like, cranked open. They cranked them open. Ribs turning on the whole nine yards. He got wide open. Yeah, I think she needs to find a good side too. Something's up. You're holding back, and everyone's scared of the crap that opened up like a fucking, like a turkey. It's true. Yeah, you need a younger side. Remember this life is short. Remember this life is short. You guys share the live if you can. Hit the likes. You guys, I'm at 4,000 likes. Can you get us to like 25,000 likes? If there's a bunch of us, that's what brings people in by the way and we're gonna get more callers that way if you're down. I know, I need your help. I can't tap it all by myself. Tap the screen, people. You're beautiful. You're you're perfect. She she just got us into perimenopause at 44 and then's given up having sex and down, but then jerks it twice a week or three times a week, but not with the husband. So it's it just it's got a lot of weird things in the story. And then as a doctor that she's been seeing for the last ten years who hasn't helped her. That's right. Are you attracted to your husband? Her? Are you still attracted to him? Yes. She loves him. He's gorgeous. Yeah, he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. You should ask him to... He's you not. Sh- Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Oh, what? 
We don't think it's the menopause. <laughs> He's gorgeous. And I'm not just saying that. He is very attractive man. Very always has been. He's it's very easy for women to be in awe of him. They always have been. I think she's still attracted to him too. Yeah, I have to monitor the comments, just making sure I see everyone who's in here. I was still very attracted to him. I'm proud to say that, because not a lot of people are at that age. How old is he? still physically fit what's it like after the operation can he still actually exercise is he is he buff he can he can still exercise he can walk he can't lift any more than 40 pounds um it's it'll be a year of the operation in april and he was very fast healer very fast good that means he wanted out of there i like this guy i like this guy i like him he had a fucking heart attack super early but fuck Fast healing is good. That means that means that he gives a shit. He wants to live. Yeah, and his first stroke left him blind in one eye, and he's still rocking. He's still going. <laughs> oh man. He's a fucking superstar. It's so funny because when I'm at work, everybody's how's Mike? How's he doing? He's a rock star. That's why he's a rock star. <laughs> I'm proud of him. I'm proud, you know, of everything he's go, you know, gone through, and you know that he's still kicking and still going and driving me crazy. I love it. But you don't fuck him. Thanks. <laughs> Just saying. This is a show about like sex a lot of times, and a lot of the women fuck. And they fuck younger men. That's my main subject to people is sex anyway. Yeah, but you're not having any. I know, but I can talk about it still, can't I? Well, maybe to get advice from someone who's getting having sex, yeah? Be like, oh, what are you doing? I used to be very good at that. Well, then, okay. We've been on for a while. You should call back. And then tell us about it later, maybe tomorrow or sometime. Tell us about the good sex, because right now this has been sad. I'm sad. Perimetopause is coming, and I'm afraid. Don't fucking stick with one doctor, that's for one sure, and jump your husband's bone. Don't jerk off. You owe me now. Why? Because you screwed up my happy mood. 
Wow, I mean, you're the one who's like, yo, I jerk off a bunch of times, but I'm not horny. And I'm like, what? What? I'm like, I can't do it with him, but by myself, I'm on my way. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, are you on medicine? Are you on medicines? I am. Which one? Uh, citrulline. Is like, is that an antidepressant one? Like something like that? Yeah, it's it's for anxiety. That's it. That's the problem. A million bucks. That's the problem. How long have you been on that one? Longer than this. Longer than ten years? Yes. I'm telling you, man. Them, them drugs fuck up people's libidos. Anxiety well, drugs. What, the, the drugs? Yeah. When did you change them? What did I, 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 I sorry, I missed you there. I had to block a fucking troll. I haven't changed them in a long time. I don't know. I mean, anxiety uh, because, Okay, remember, because of my age, I've been on them a long time, right? My age, um, my lifestyle, which isn't bad. I don't do anything. Um, you know, time or whatever, hormones, whatever, whatever it is. Things change. Life changes. So obviously the medication is not going to work the same as it did before. Right? So maybe maybe that's my problem. Hey, fuck, I'm, I think it is too. Honestly, we can have fun. There's a solution. But you're not even dipping in. You're like, 10 years now of fucking perimetopause, normal fucking drugs, man. I mean, I was a, I had a lover who was fucking popping antidepressants and shit. She couldn't blow it. And she was like, I don't know. I, just like this, I don't know. I'm like, fuck, it's those drugs. I don't know. <laughs> don't be like that. I mean, if you're not experimenting, you're not experimenting. I know you are. I'm down. I've watched you change. You know what's going to happen? I'm being a little bit like this. I have a feeling you're going to make a little bit, you're going to, we're, we're shaking you up a bit and you're like, oh, and then watch you get a better doctor, watch you get other opinions and then start and watch you come back and be like, yo, I'm blowing it. And then come back and like, not only that, but my husband let me open up the relationship and I'm fucking cubs. I'm 44 years old and I got fucking another 25 years of great sex. And then when you're having the conversations on the lives, they're fucking good because you're talking about, oh my God, you know. This 25-year-old and I fucking, and my husband was watching, and it was great. That's the story I want to hear. Not the, not the, you know what, I, I, haven't, I haven't wanted it for 10 years. It's harsh. What do I do? That can't be it. I'm like, everything still works? What the fuck? <laughs> you still have it? But you don't... Where? Oh, you got a crew? Yeah. She might, she might start swinging. You'll see. She'll start swinging. No, I'm not going to start swinging. Holy grin on your face. Oh, I'm just working it, lady. I'm just working it. So, but we, we already know you're going to call back. I have a feeling you're going to, we just plug some new ideas into your brain and they're going to change you. 
You're gonna be like, oh my God. And you're gonna call back and be like, guess what? I got a new anxiety medicine and I'm wet every day, all day. I'm fucking, I'm slipping sliding. Well, because it makes sense. Like, I think that's the issue, right? We're just, I'm, I'm just trying to feel you out, man. Just trying to feel you out. Okay, I love you too. Go, go do your thing, but we're here. I'm sorry if I was harsh. No, it's all good. I love this. You're beautiful. Thank you. Perimetopause. Woo! That's what I'm going to call the episode. Okay, cool. Okay, good night. Woo! She's beautiful. I loved her. So this is easy, isn't it? Isn't it easy? Yes, once I figured it out. Oh, you said I usually tell people to be uh, to, to be anonymous, but if you're Amber, we won't we won't tell them because it's just it's fun because we want to hear your story kind of unadulterated, you know. And we have we have a couple questions usually to set the to set the mood. Where are you from? Michigan. We're from Michigan, in Detroit. No. Oh, sorry, not Detroit. Sorry, that's where Detroit is. Sorry, she's in Michigan. The state. <laughs> I met someone in Detroit recently <laughs> on here. That's why. Michigan. Oh, cool. How's it going in Michigan? It's been very snowy. It's been cold, hey. This has been a cold winter. It's about three degrees right now. That's pretty chilly. <laughs> yeah. That's like like minus fifteen or something. Yeah. Huh. Where are you at? In Edmonton. Do you know what Edmonton is? It's in Canada. It's fucking. It's it's a uh, it's the capital of a province called Alberta. You ever heard of the yeah. Alberta? Do you guys get the Alberta Clipper? Uh, no. You never heard of that? <laughs> they did in Wisconsin. They did it in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, I used to live in Green Bay, and they had this thing called the Alberta Clipper, which is like a, a cold air front, like a low cold air front that like goes across the prairies and into Wisconsin over the Great Lakes. Oh, okay. So I thought maybe Michigan gets it too. So, relationship, no relationship, where are you at? Um, married twice, divorced once, widowed once. Um, been dating a little. So. How old are you? 46. Perimenopause at all? Yes. Oh! Oh, I mean, we just had a conversation about that. And so she, the, the, the caller before has been uh, like hurt, like she wasn't able to, uh, she's not feeling it. Sex, sex, sex is not her thing. Yeah. How about you? Um, right now it is my thing. Um, That's more like it, by the way. Now, now this is more like it. Cause like when she was like, no, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, tell us about that. <laughs> well, during last summer, um, I had a time of um, 
five guys in seven days. That was fun. So 46, five guys in seven days. Did they know about each other? Was it at the same time? Tell us how you met them. Tell us the situation. Five guys, seven days, 46 summer. Let's go. Hot wife. I, we had a hot wife. I, I, this is, and he's like a stag or what do they call him? Or is, it, is, is that cuckolding? What do you call no, it? Basically. Basically, yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. is a cool subject. <laughs> it was very new for me. <laughs> yeah. So, he wanted me to have sex with them and then come back and talk about the experience while we were having sex. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> so I had um, a different guy every night for five days in a row, plus him. So. Was it like a first relationship? Was this like a five day stand? How did you meet yes. him? Um, Facebook dating. Okay, so let's tell us, tell us. From the start. From the start. Yeah, Facebook dating. That. How does a guy message you? He's like, listen, lady, I want to. I want to watch you bang five dudes. Oh no! This this guy I met on Match.com. Well, you just told me Facebook dating. So okay, Match. Okay. Well, the the other five were Facebook dating. So, um, I had actually started. With him, a couple we we had went out a couple times, and then he told me that that's what he wanted to do. He said he would be really turned on if I started sleeping with other guys for him, and then coming back and talking about it while we fucked. Next. Next, oh, and I could pick any guy I wanted, so he didn't pick them out for me, so I could pick anyone I wanted, and he sometimes liked to have sex with me before them, um, and come inside me so that they would have to eat that, (laughs) and they wouldn't know. Oh, so you're letting him be like that with you. So he, he actually finished inside. Yeah. Interesting. So. Yeah. So this was the most interesting point of my life. Yeah, I like it. So, so that's cool. You like it. I like, I like the fact that you're telling us because I think you went... You, you've gone and you've done things which a lot of women are interested in. A lot of women are interested in that? Yeah. About pursuing yeah. fantasies like you did. Was it a fantasy for you? And it wasn't a fantasy for me, but... Um, 
kind of nice. <laughs> How did you feel when the guy was eating you? Oh my god. Oh my god. I was told that they couldn't, so. But, oh, did you ask them? No, um, the other guy told me that um, it's neutralized inside. So. You believed him? Yeah. Yeah. This guy's some sort of super dominant. He's so dominant, he's dominating dudes that you're with. Huh. Tell me more about him. How old is he? Um, 47. 47. So he's like a year older. Yeah. Was he a good romp? Yeah, very good. Very good. He taught me things that I, I didn't know I liked. Um, I found out I like to be licked all over. Licked all over? Yeah. 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 Yeah, See, I I got married to the person I was dating in high school, so I didn't have very many experiences. So. And then basically... um, basically dated one person after my first divorce and well oh yeah yeah well basically dated one person after my first divorce and so haven't had much experience but now I have (laughs) so yeah after that I started dating um people in the 30 year old range that's been more fun then then the 47 year old that made you sleep with five guys in a week and what happened to him um he turned out to be a very big jerk let's hear about it like let's go through that can you finish it Go through this week with us. That's what I'm asking you to do. And you're like pulling teeth here. I like pulling teeth. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Okay, so like you want like details about like the guys, like the types? No, not necessarily Um, that. I want to know about him and how, what kind of relationship this was. And then, yeah, if you want to go into the fact that in five days there's five different guys you met them on Facebook. Like the colors of the rainbows, for, first of all. So. The men. You went, you went, you tried everything you wanted. It was like a free hall pass, it seems like. Yeah, it was. Because, like, you know, I grew up in the country and, like, didn't. <laughs> yeah, so I slept with people that I've never really been around before. So, yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, but, yeah, he was very dominating and um yeah 
attached, but kind of not. To him. To him. In the first two dates. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm ta- I'm thinking like, how did this guy get you to do all this, and have you done anything like it since? Like, what what was he doing? No, have not done anything like that since. Um, he, I don't know. He was just very charming. Um, his smile was like amazing um kind of like yours (laughs) but um he smiled like during sex and like there's a connection like I like to look people in the eyes when I'm having sex and he did that and it was like just this amazing connection um but when we were done, he told me if I had found somebody I liked, um, and like the sixth person that I found, like two weeks later, I found that I liked. Um, he he said I could at any time quit, so I did. Um, but when I told him that, because I had almost said I loved him, and when I said that, he said that I was just a whore and will always be a whore. So. He called yeah, you a whore. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, so was he fucking other women? No. He, it was, he, did, he didn't want to. He wanted me to be the one that. Yeah. So then you can call your names. You guys, Instagram is over. Go to TikTok right now. Go to the TikTok live and then we'll do another Instagram right now. Instagram's finishing. Just a sec. I'm sorry about that. We can, it's kind of like, like a, it's like, right it, it's like, a, yeah, you're still here. Yeah, yeah, there's a, we, we can't, it was the show that was, that broke. I think that's two, it's two shows already. Definitely a control freak. Yeah. Here's a control freak. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I see because he's setting you up for failure, right? He's going to call you a whore when you love him because he fucking has, yeah. he's, he's making you. So I mean, like this is all obviously some sort of setup. Yeah. Some kind of freaking psychopath. <laughs> but you liked it. dig to that that's pretty easy but so what but you've been in three two relationships so you had one boyfriend between them and then your husband that you divorced and then one passed away correct so what both relationships with the husbands were used and abused um the first husband i had um we were together for seven and a half years by the time we got married and by the time we got divorced we were married for 15 years he cheated on me between our second and third children and had a child with that person. I did not find out about that child for seven years. I did not find out the child was his for seven years. Did the, Whoa, okay. That's a good story. Yeah, and it was with a person that um, 
it was his best friend from work. A woman? Yeah. So your ex-husband, your first husband, had a baby with his best friend from work, and she was married? Yeah, and they both had the same name. Okay. Her husband and my, my husband. So, oh, really? And so... And she cheated on her husband with your husband and had a child, too. And so the yeah. other husband raised his child. Yeah. And didn't know. Um, I think he kind of knew. Okay, that's fucking interesting stuff. Yeah. I have, an, uh, <laughs> I have a soap opera kind of a life. Yeah, that's, that's hardcore. <laughs> so why did you divorce him? How was the sex in the affair? Amazing. Well, let's hear about it. And let's hear about the consequences of your affair. Like, it's so many fun details. You just need to keep going. Like, this, this person um, could last, like, 45 minutes. Whereas my, my husband would last, like, three. Yeah, the other guy lasted five? What? Lasted 45. Oh, 45 minutes of fucking. Okay. Yeah, that's the basic. And, um, yeah, I wasn't used to that. <laughs> it was amazing. And so I just kept having the affair. <laughs> so your husband was... Okay, sorry, go ahead. You still talk to him. How old was this guy? Um, he's my ex-husband's age. So, um, 47. Yeah. Are you fucking him still? No. Why not? Um, he's married. And I don't want to mess up someone else's. I didn't know at the time when, when I was that he was. Oh, he was married he was, too? Yeah. I didn't know at that time. Because he never wore a wedding ring. <laughs> but... I love that. 
Yeah. He actually had contacted me that day because um, he had interest in me because I was an older woman. And I was like, wow, you're lucky because I am on my way to file for divorce right now. (laughs) He's like, no way. I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, that happened. (laughs) And it was amazing. And that's the only time that's ever happened. A younger man. Yeah. And then the no. It's not the only time a younger man's ever happened. No. That one. Okay, what happened? What was the only thing that, what did he do? Um, It's the only time that that person has ever happened. Oh, that one guy, the rent, the the 10 years younger. Is he still in your life? Yes. You're not, you're, you are not, you're not, you're, you're good. So have you fucked anyone you don't know? Can you count? Oh, I mean, you're a good girl. Like, you're not. You're not even trouble. You said that in between your two marriages that you slept with that one guy. That's it? Um, I slept with um, another person from Match, um, from Iraq, twice. Oh, so like with an Arabic dude. Yeah. Nice. That was very nice. Yeah. I hear yeah. Arabic dudes are great lovers. They are. <laughs> I heard this. I heard they're amazing lovers. They are amazing lovers. <laughs> yeah, and he's still in contact with me as well. Huh. <laughs> and that was it. And then you got married after that guy. Yeah. Was it toxic marriage? Um, it was. He was very good with me. very different like it was awesome until we moved in together and then every time I had my kids it was like flipping a switch um he would get grouchy and uh, he was from the he was from the air force um he didn't want my kids around so that was not a good thing for me And then once we got, so we lived together with my kids for a year, we got married, and then every time we had a fight, it was, I want a divorce. And so I'm like, we got to teach you how to fight because that's not how you fight. That hurts. I've already had a divorce. I did not get married again to get a divorce. Um, But for three and a half years, that's how I lived. Until I finally said, okay, I want a divorce. And he died before the divorce happened. So, yeah, no. But when the kids weren't there, he was amazing. He had MS. Um, So we weren't able to do a lot of active things. But... He only had brothers and only had nephews, didn't know how to relate to girls. He came in amongst their teenage years. Bad time to come in on girls. 
so then he passed away and then a little bit later I started dating again and ran into that guy <laughs> the guy that you started dating okay tell me about the, oh yeah 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 and then then on match so how many yes. so you met dude on match fuck He's a year older than you. He's toxic. Yeah. He had a psychology degree. Yeah. And he thought he knew everything about me. He was pretty close. But, um, yeah. I blocked him from everything so that I don't have to ever hear from him again. Nice. So at least he had a fucking... Man, I tell people about that. Because they're all like, what? I'm like, match. Yeah. Okay, at least, it's too expensive. It's a, it costs money. You guys pick the money one. Fuck. It's expensive even. For women. I know, right? Fuck. <laughs> Facebook is free and it's good. And the people's names are yeah. there. You can tell them. Except for there's a lot of spammers on there. Scammers on there. They all work for the military. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's on you to oh, fucking... Don't I match with the scammers. You can tell by their photographs. I know. <laughs> well, then don't match with them. Can you get on WhatsApp? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's the same fucking... You don't think men have that? It's some, it's some Asian girl, beautiful girl. Like, you don't match with that. So you can see that a mile away. dating two guys now? Huh? No. So these are the, the five guys I'm talking about because you were talking about them. Oh, okay. The guys. So tell me. So so one spent the night? Yeah. This you're, We're going back to the summer. Yeah. Because you were talking about the guy, so. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the summer then. Let's hear about them. Let's hear about the five guys. The five guys. Or how about you tell us about the best one? So something good came out of this like crazy relationship that you did. Yes, he's like my best friend. <laughs> he's like my best friend. We were we we were actually talking this morning. Um, <laughs> he's he's awesome. 
Um, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give up anything. Um, wow, he can go forever. Is he younger? <laughs> He's my age. Um, Why don't you want to give stuff up? Like, what do you mean you don't want to give up? Like, too many details, you know. Because you might give out your identity. We don't even know where you're from. We're in Michigan. Because he has a girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> so when was the last time you fucked him? Oh, God. It's been probably a couple months. It's been probably a couple months now. Because I'm trying to be a stickler about the girlfriend. <laughs> He's the one I call if I am feeling blue because he can cheer me up. He can tell, like, by my texts if I'm feeling blue, so he'll send me a silly picture with a silly hat and a silly face, and, and he's great for that, and I love that. And he'll just be like, what's wrong? And <laughs> Yeah, I love, I love him. He's, he's great. And you can go for hours. So when was the last time I was with him? Did you tell me yet? Huh? When was the last time? Because you're, you're, you're holding back on him. Because he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember the last time. I, I feel like it's been at least a month or two. Maybe a month and a half. Feels like there was snow on the ground. Yeah. There was snow on the ground, so it's probably been about a month and a half. But yeah, he's a smoker, and I hate smokers. Ooh. I hate kissing smokers. Oh, but. he's a smoker. I know. I, I've been I've been talking to someone who smokes. I'm like, you smoke? That's gross. But yeah, and he's the first one that introduced me to marijuana at 46. <laughs> so what you consume? Oh, what, did he give you an edible? No, um, through a bong. <laughs> Took a bong rip. <laughs> He's like, you're high, and I wasn't. But the sex was amazing after that. Oh my god! Wow, I didn't know sex could be so amazing. I didn't know marijuana did that to you. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it heightens it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I eat it. it. It's the best to eat it. It's like way different. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe I should do that for my anxiety instead of my... See, I'm on anxiety pills and antidepressants and, and my libido is fine right now. And I'm perimenopausal. So. Yeah, yeah, that was a strange story. Honestly, that, that was all very unique. And I'm like, why won't you think about it? And, and then the, the story, oh, but she masturbates but doesn't do this or that. I'm like, what the fuck? So, I prefer the real thing. Yeah, but when was the last time? It's been a while. So what are you yeah. doing? So you're probably going to be No wonder you're calling the boss vlogs. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I never I'm getting all excited here. <laughs> We're going slow and steady. We're going slow and steady. 
She likes it slow and steady. Don't stop, keep pushing. Don't stop, keep pushing. I'll do my job. I'll do my job. I'm ready. Just keep pushing. She likes it. She's like, you got to keep pushing or I'll stop. <laughs> you're terrible. Oh, I know, what, I know what you're up to. I can feel you. I feel it. I'd push too. I'd push right through. Invited another girl? Yes. So, I knew I was in a casual relationship. She thought she was in a long term relationship. <laughs> where did you guys go? Huh? Where did both you... of us went. Both, both of us. Where did you guys meet? How did this happen again? Explain. So, what? Sorry, I missed the beginning, I think. So, he was ice fishing. We, we, he went ice fishing. And. We were invited, both of us were invited. Neither of us knew about each other. So I'm like, awesome, this is why I started going out with someone younger so I could do stuff. Get out, do stuff. Like ice fishing. Or a threesome, a threesome you mean. (laughs) No, no, that's, I I just meant like do stuff. Because, you know, remember my, my late husband had MS so we didn't like do anything but like museums <laughs> zoos movies okay so boring so I'm like okay cool I'm gonna go ice fishing this is gonna be not what I thought but fun <laughs> I'm gonna drink I'm gonna have fun and do you know whatever to get up there and his family's there and another girl he told her I was up there for his uncle. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And when I got up there, he told me, as soon as I got up there, he's like, you need to go get more alcohol with my uncle or you have to leave. <laughs> so I did. And I came back and I went in the, in the ice shanty. And I said, aren't you going to give me a kiss? (laughs) Right in front of the other girl. Because, you know, I'm as old as his mom. Well, two years younger than his mom. Because his mom had him very young. So I'm like, well, (laughs) he wants a mom. He's got one. (laughs) So he gave me a kiss. And then he went over and kissed the other girl. I'm like, well, I can play along. I don't care. She left. So, I find out he's not a nice drunk. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, Where did she anyway, go? She she went back home. Because she's like, 
you can have him. Good luck. Because <laughs> she had to deal with his drunk ass longer than me. And he's a drunk. What? Just like I gotta respond to the the boss vlogs is my thing, huh? Everything okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm. We're still listening. We're still listening to your story. So what? She left, and she did. She break up with him at that point. Did she break up with him? Hello? What? Did she break up with him? No. She pretended to be friends with me. <laughs> we like ended up going to the bar and stuff and me and her friends. Did you guys have a threesome? No. But a couple weekends ago, he asked me to be a submissive with him. Like he wants, he's a, he said he's a dom. But you fucked him already. I know. Is he a dom? Kinda, yeah. You, and so, this guy's kind of a player. He is, he's very much a player. So, um, I went along with him and his other sub out just to see what it was going to be like. So, I'm not allowed to go around him when he's playing other women. So, I have to watch him, like, flirt with other women all the time. <laughs> How? Like, he just goes up and he talks to other women and... Where? Gets out there dancing and... Like, you you guys go to the bar together. Yeah. And he's married. Like, in the middle of a divorce. But he said he's um, deciding to get back with her. <laughs> and he wants two subs. So why are you staying with this guy? I'm not now because yeah, while we were at the um, at the lake, at the ice shack, in the ice shack, when he was drunk and an asshole and a shitty fucking yeah. guy, he had grabbed me by the throat and lifted me up and said, "If he wants to be," because I got pissed at him. He said, "If he wants me to be his main person and have chicks on the side, he can." So how are you dealing with this shit? This isn't good stuff. Yeah, you need to get out of that. What's going on with you? Oh, I have a therapist that I see every day, every week, so I'm, I'm, I'm cool. How long? Uh, how long have you seen the therapist? Um, year and a half. So when did, when did this guy, this guy's choked you less than a year and a half ago? Um, it was the first week of January. So, so what's the therapist say? 
she said if she, um, that I had to block him because if she hears of him doing anything like that to me again, she was going to turn him into the police. But still, and you're communicating with him. No, I'm not anymore. But you did. No, I didn't tell her that until it, last week. You're not telling her stuff, too. Okay, so therapist. So um, what's going on? What's going on? I guess... I mean, good sex. Good sex might be good. You might be drunk on good sex. Yeah. See, my husband passed away last year. So I'm a little messed up. And, yeah, he was, like, the most attractive person that I have ever been with. And to me, it was, it was like this. I've never had anyone, like, that attractive pay attention to me before. So I liked it. So, yeah. My friend um, that I had met, that's still my Facebook friend from The Five Guys. Yeah, the, the good he, lover. He, yeah, he's worried about me too. He said that it's not me. So, yeah, I blocked the guy after that therapy session that I told my therapist. So. Why are you going to therapy? Your husband? Um. Yeah. So you're still sad? Um, I started therapy before my husband passed away. Um, because I, I'm on antidepressant and anti-anxiety pills. My daughter, um, when she was in, my oldest daughter, when she was in high school, had thoughts of committing suicide. So... That was hard on me um, because I had been in the same place when I was with my ex-husband. So, um, I don't know. It just is easier to have someone to talk to, to rant to once a week than, you know, lay it all out on, like, your friends all the time. And my therapist is super cool. She says I can call her anytime. So. Yeah, but she didn't set she didn't set you up. She like didn't set you up to fucking protect yourself from the abusive fucker. Yeah. That's that's on me. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, couldn't couldn't get away from his boyish charms. because everybody leaves him and I didn't want to be a, a, a lever I didn't want to quit on him because I'm a kind caring person and I just didn't want to I don't know we had gotten into um, a truth telling session the day after ice fishing when we were cleaning everything up and it was just really nice conversation and I don't know because we were the only two there 
nice conversation. Like, normal people. And it made me forget about everything. Because we were in, like, nice, peaceful, there was no houses around, there was nothing around. We were on a lake. It was beautiful, white snow. It was up in an area where my grandparents used to live, so it was helping me remember my grandparents. (coughs) So, I don't know, I was in a different place. And I hadn't seen him again until... Um, that night that I went out with him with his other sub and his uncle and I wasn't alone then so I felt safer when I wasn't alone with an asshole yeah fuck I'm, I'm safe so what's going on why don't you want to be alone cause I've never been alone I have weeks without my kids and I'm in this five bedroom three bathroom house and it's very lonely Well, I have a dog now, but (laughs) that doesn't do anything. So why aren't you happy with yourself? I've never been happy with myself. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. That's a huge deal. Like your therapist doesn't know how to dig that up. That one's an easy one to dig up usually. That's why I'm in therapy. So, first marriage, uh, first marriage with the guy who cheated, how, how old were you? Um, I got married when I was 25. When did you meet him? Um, when I was in high school. So you met this high school guy, fuck, so what, how about, let's go back into high school and you met Guy, how was life? Um, good. Um, I had just... Um, broken up with the guy that I had been with for three years. (laughs) So you were in a relationship for three years before that in high school, so no offense, three years, so it means like in junior high, you were in a relationship with a guy in junior high? No. Freshman. All right, so freshman, um... Before then now, let's go to fucking before then. Before you met fucking that first boyfriend, what's going on with her? Um, pretty much no relationship. Well, no, that makes sense. You're a kid. Now, what kind of kid are you? Yep. What kind of kid am I? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Um... My parents fought all the time. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's what me and my therapist are trying to figure out right now. 
So what happened to you as a kid? You don't know yet? Um, You've been with this therapist for a year. I'm talking with you right away about it. Like, this is the basics. So, I mean, I'm thinking, oh, wow. We, got, we just got yelled at a lot as kids. Um, By who? My mom. My mom. She had a terrible temper. I mean, we didn't get abused, but verbal abuse does a lot to a kid. Yeah, it does. And I was the oldest, so I probably took the most. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't remember a lot of my feelings as, as a child. You don't remember your childhood? I don't, I don't remember, um, like, if I felt loved or anything like that. Why? I don't know. So what, what do you remember? Um, I remember sometimes playing with my cousins from down the road. I lived in the country, so I didn't live in town where you could just, like, get together with your friends all the time and stuff. Um... <laughs> So, um, I remember playing with my cousins from down the road sometimes. Um, uh, my dad had a motorcycle accident was that when I was in fourth grade. Um, that made my mom have to go to work. before that I don't remember it's the accident before the fourth grade so what happened was your dad oh man that's the accident of your dad so your dad went to work so you grew up with a dad with an injury yeah my dad got an accident um, riding a motorcycle in the rain in the fourth when I was in my was when I was in fourth grade he broke his left uh, right leg in seven places between his ankle and his knee he was in the hospital for a very long time. Your mom got a job, and then, and then your mom was yelling at you at that point. Um, my mom had a temper my entire life. I've had people tell me. You didn't know. Like from when I was really little, I wouldn't know. But I, but my dad has always told me when I have kids that I'm a very patient mother and he's proud of me for that so Who's, who, which relationship is better the one with your mom or your dad um, I have a good relationship with both of them now do you see them both um, I see my dad less because he lives farther away and what's going on with your mom now? Um, we're, we're good. Um, so they're divorced. She, yeah, they're divorced. How did that happen? How did that happen? Um, I was in college, so I really don't know. Um, 
Well, they stayed together then when just to make the kids happy. Yeah, but my brother and sister were in high school when they divorced. Well, they did their best to last as long as they could, obviously. Yeah. Was it toxic? It was. It was very toxic. Okay. Well, you're not talking about any of that stuff, and you're like, you're like sitting there, like, ah, your heart, it's pulling teeth out of you, hey. <laughs> you know it. You, you know what? You know what's going on, and I think you you need to look at the moments that are like, we all know it. Like I think we know it. I think you know your destiny, and definitely being alone, fundamental. Fucking fu- the being alone bit. That's the basic. And do you know who you're alone with? You're alone. For me, because like we only have so much time left, because uh, this is I'm gonna get you for a full hour here in a minute. But uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. It, like being alone is the basic of being able to even be with other people. If you can't be alone with yourself, then there's something up. And it usually has to do with the fact that there's a little person inside of you, usually our inner child, and that's who we have to be alone with, and we're uncomfortable because we're avoiding what they want. That's my opinion about loneliness. And so you are, are willing to, to, to put, bring in fucking toxic people into your life not to be alone. And that sounds like a trauma thing from your child. That's what I think. I don't know why exactly. Because you scoot around things. You're like, oh yeah, I can't remember my childhood. Like, whatever. You can remember your childhood. <laughs> we all can. I mean, do you know? Do you know the know. moments that piss you off? Do you remember the moments when someone was mean to you that like changed the way you think about yourself? What did you? Would you remember the moment your mom was the meanest, or your dad, or your brothers, or somebody, or you were the meanest? I remember my mom breaking my finger. Ooh, fuck! Because I wanted my boyfriend to come over for my birthday. How old were you? Um, I was in high school. Maybe. Or 16. That's already so something so making the behavior that led to that like there's stuff before you're 15 that was already as traumatic obviously if your mom could go to that level then she'd been at that level probably when you were 12 which is more impactful probably one of the reasons you're you're becoming so rebellious in in adolescence right you're rebellious in adolescence and you want to leave and you need boyfriends because you're not getting what you need at home She broke your finger. I, I, but she was telling everybody what a good teenager I was. Then why, when she told you not to bring your boyfriend, did you just be like, okay? Yeah. What did you do, fight her? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I broke her necklace. Oh. So, so where did you learn that? Who, who acted like that in your family? They fought like that. Oh, there you go. There's all sorts of stuff. So, broken necklace, finger breaking, choking in a shack. Yeah. You got to go back and be gentle to the little girl. And she's not supposed to have fingers broken or choked. That's not right. Good girls. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure yeah. exactly because you're hard to get to. You're like, you are chipping at a tough rock. <laughs> But you're open, but you're open to it, by the way. You are open, and you are. I'm, not, I'm pushing way harder than most, like, psychologists would. Psychologists that are too gentle. It takes a year to find out, and then all of a sudden you're in a relationship with a guy that's choking you while you're seeing a psychologist. It's like, fucking tell that psychologist to fucking buck up. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. So I was like, I think psychologists want to have fucking people be their clients forever. 
are you, by the way? I'm almost 40. I'm deleting trolls. Yeah, for all the trolls, you guys, drop gifts. Just, just drop gifts. Yeah, she should. I, I for, not forget about men, but I mean, you have to heal the stuff. You're choosing shitty guys because yeah, because of like, like the choking man. You're an adult woman getting choked by a fucking thirty year old dom. Fuck that shit. That's weird. And he's and he's like so controlling. He's bringing you into a relationship with another woman what, without even communicating it. That's such bullying bullshit. Fucking not communicative. Fucking childish bullshit. Childish. Scary. Yeah. Right. Because like, and you're an adult. Like you could have learned you in two marriages, like maybe you didn't learn that in two marriages, but you're putting yourself out there. You need to make sure you know what's happening in relationships because that imagine what he's doing with that woman, for example, and all this weird stuff. And now let him dominate other women. You're giving him fucking more power by communicating. And then he's like, I'm a dom. I'm going to fuck who I want. That's domineering. Yeah. That's abuse. That's well, the, the, the other, the other sub said he's choked her three times and he's shoved her face into a window and bruised her eye because she has glasses. And it's all been when he was drunk. <clears throat> Is your parents, any of your parents drunks? Do you drink? I drink occasionally, but I'm... It sounds like alcohol showed up. There's also a pattern with fucking men who have relationships. That's unique. And you know it. I, I just started talking to you. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink a lot. I drink like occasionally like, but not to, not to get drunk. I don't get drunk. I mean, alcohol, I think, is a crappy one. Plus, you're on antidepressants. Yeah. They don't mix. That is but... You're interesting. Yeah. What? You're interesting. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're interesting. I thought, here, I thought I was boring. No, you're not boring. Thank you. You're hard, but you're not boring. I'm hard? Yeah. Okay, we have, like... We have like 50 seconds in this before this thing on the podcast turns off. So you got to like outro yourself because I want you to come back. Okay. So I'd like record like an outro. I'd be like, okay. Um, what, what's our, our call to action? I think. Um, what do you want to do? Fuck men. No men. Let's go meet that little girl. Let's go meet that little girl. Yeah, the one you forget about. Oh. That you got to remember. Will you call back in a week and talk to her? Talk to us about her? And I'll, sure. what's going on? What, or a week? Okay, well, I'll keep you to it. Do it. Put me in your calendar. We got 15 seconds left from Michigan. Okay. We're going, we're not going to Detroit. We're going to a small town with a broken home. What's your name again? Amber. Amber, right? Amber. You're beautiful. Yeah. All right, it's coming to the end there. I'm just, I'm just outroing here. We don't have to hang up, but. Hello. 
talk to us so I can hear you. Can we hear you? Well, I'm still, I'm still like taking in everything from the last lady you had on there. She had quite a story. I liked her. She was interesting. I See, people, you got to give people fun. space and then they fucking actually have a lot, even if they don't yeah, seem yeah. like they're overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, she's got a few things to work on, but I think she's heading in the right direction anyways. Well, that's interesting. I feel like, you know what? Anyone who's giving me a call is obviously heading in the right direction. Oh, well, I would have to agree with that. I love that. I like this. This is already, I don't know anything about you. We don't know each other, do we? No, uh, no I've commented on a few of your posts. I've only been on TikTok for about a week. Yeah, just about a week, so. No, yeah. I'm pretty new. I'm new. I'm, a, I'm really, the new ones gravitate towards me for sure. That, All right. That's so, like, um, okay, I am 53. Uh, when I turned 50, yes, you can take a step back and take a boo. I'm, uh, that picture actually was, I would think I was 51 in that picture. I'll look at you. I'll, I'll check you out. My, uh, my username picture? Um, but anyways, yeah, so I'm, I am, are you looking? <laughs> well, it's slowly, I, I'm trying to follow you back, but you're like a private setting. So Sorry? I don't get to see you because it's private. So, oh, yeah, check. Absolutely, 100%. Check but, me out. But you're private. I can't. All I can see is your, your hand oh, and okay. head picture there. That's okay. We don't have to hurry. Oh, I can tell you're beautiful. Okay. You're 53. You're, you're a redhead. You're gorgeous. Hi. Hi. Can you see me? Oh, look at that. Even better. Then why the heck? Yeah, you're gorgeous. So it's real red hair. I didn't do my hair. No makeup. No nothing. This is me. Oh, natural. It's the good stuff. You're gorgeous. Good morning. Thank you. Hey. Oh yeah, I use it. It's a prop. This is all a prop for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, my, my hair is my prop. I, I twirl my hair a lot. <laughs> I'm always playing with my hair. Uh, anyways, okay, so you want me to tell you about me? So what do you want to know? A little bit about me? I am separated. I've been separated over three years now. Spent half my life with my husband. And it was a terrible marriage. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, the la- like, I, I think we started dating when I was 26. And I left him uh, when I was 50 or 51. Yeah, 50, I think. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Full-on narcissist. But I have to say I had no idea he was a narcissist. Because he's extremely introverted. And the narcissist that you know, you know, like the Donald Trumps of the world, I always use him as an example, because they're kind of like, they're the, yeah, but they're like the narcissist in your face, right? Right? So everybody thinks that's that's a narcissist. But after I got separated, I, I was talking with a therapist and because and, I was having trouble because he was still living in the house. Anyways, she's like, so you know you married a narcissist, right? And I'm like, no. She's like, yeah. He manipulates everything you do and and i'm i'm um like i'm an extreme empath and we we attract narcissists right because we're givers and they're takers so that's that and i did not know that so yeah i i and then he like he moved out of our bedroom without even discussing it with me 
just started living sleeping in another bedroom and wouldn't talk about it and then the affection and everything just was gone for like years it was just gone so I tried to help him I, I I believe he is suffering from depression quite badly but he refuses to admit it and and he was very mean he never saw it doesn't think that he abused me at all but he did so I gave him a choice and he made his choice and I kicked I kicked him out <laughs> so how was he mean oh um, everything was my fault I was stupid all my ideas were stupid um, I like I basically in his opinion I couldn't do anything right um, and it was always it got to that point I've seen some of these these women talking about this on TikTok and I've I was like, yeah, I used to do that. I used to sit in my living room and I'd hear his truck pull in and I would instinctively clench my entire body. Who's coming home? Who's walking in the door? No idea. Probably going to be a dick. And he would walk in. We had cats and he'd always get like his cute little and you talk to the girls and then I'd be like, hey, honey, how was your day? And he'd be like, fine. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I was just asking how your day was. And he's like, yeah, it was fine. I said it was fucking fine. I'm like, <laughs> so how, and I would tell you to him, how can I, how do I get the kitty catty voice? How do, how do I get that reaction when you walk in the fucking door instead of, you know, whatever I got. And then the silent treatments, which were brutal. Just, he would just shut down, not say a word. We would fight, or I, you know, I get, I'd be like, just talk to me, tell me what's going on, and he would just completely ignore me. It's absolutely brutal. And I would tell him, like, I was honest, I didn't hold back. I would say to him, "You make me feel like I don't matter to you when you do not respond to me." And he would still sit there and just stare at me. So when I finally told him that I wanted, that I was done, I'm out. Um, he did the same thing. He just said, I said to him, "You have, this is your choice. I'm telling you right now, either you do something, if you do nothing, there is the door. And he just sat there and said nothing. I said, I'm done. Get the fuck out. Nice. Get the fuck out. That's the basic. That's what every woman should fucking do. If they don't have fucking commu- communication is everything. And if they get stuck there, then you know there's like, that is abuse. I think lack of communication is abuse. And those, those little silent treatment types, all that, it's fucking control shit. And yes. because like people want to live and you have to communicate to live. If you can't have a fucking discussion, then get the fuck out of the relationship. Yeah. Now I will admit I stayed way too long. I admit it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the kind of person it's like, if I love you, I'm going to love you literally to the ends of the earth. Right. I, I put up with a lot more than I probably should probably more because of my empathetic side and, and knowing that he suffers from depression I tried. So I, I, I went to counseling on my own because he wouldn't go. Just to, like, I'm like, I need help. Tips and tricks. What can I do to get him to open up? Now, when he would open up, he always felt amazing after. Right? It was always like this flood of emotions and he'd cry and he'd feel better and we'd feel so close. And then, like a week or two later, he was right back to the same person. What made him open up? Usually it's me pushing. It was usually me pushing. So he's from he's from some some sort of fucking trauma. Yeah, but you know what? My, I'll tell you right now, and, and it's just a fact. It's not for sympathy or anything. My life has been fucking shit. <laughs> like I've gone through a lot in my life, and 
you know, I would say to him, you have a choice. You can either let your past define your future or you can change those things in your past that you don't like to get a better future. It's your choice. You know, like, his parents loved him. Yeah, his dad was a bit of a hard nose. I mean, he smacked the kids around and stuff, but he's like an old Italian guy. Like, that's what they did, right? But his mother doted on him, adored him. I mean, his life really wasn't that bad. You know, it really wasn't. But his relationship with his dad was tough. So when his dad died, he 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 crashed. He fell hard. He had never done any healing. So he was like still a boy and he had nowhere to fucking learn. That's what like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he never tried anything, so the silent fucking non-doers, fucking those guys die in fucking the past. They literally never evolve. It's like a lack of evolution. It's like not, no breaking out of a shell. I can hear this. It's like, it's a fucking seed that never cracks, an egg that never breaks. Like I I used to say to him, maybe when we were together for years, I'd be like, you're like, we met, okay, we started dating like in the early 90s. So it was like, we're all, all into the grunge and you know, he had like super long hair and everything, right? And I'm like, okay, so he cut his hair. But I said to him, I go, but other than that, you have not evolved. You you still dress the same. You still listen to the same type of music. Oh, that's the worst. I love that music. Nirvana? Too, I listen to so much more. Yeah. I love Nirvana. <laughs> but I evolved past, because Kurt Cobain all that time, like, I mean, you guys are, you're a little older than me, but yeah, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. You're right. Yeah, I'm five, three. I, when I'm bending over, just so you know, you guys, my back is stiff. So I'm, go, I'm doing a forward fold. If I disappear for a moment, please do not judge me. I need to forward fold. I'm, I stand, I stand and I realize I should keep my back. So I'm listening, but I'm just like bending down and touching my toes and coming back up. If, if it's your lower, I have a really bad lower back. If I'm standing and my lower back hurts, just do a slight pelvic tilt forward. It relieves the pressure in your lower back. Ooh, okay. But planted so I have a little mat and like I got like so I stand this is like part of this is a part of what I do yeah but if you just do that slight pelvic tilt forward it actually kind of puts like a slight bend in your leg and it drops your hips because this is the actual natural curve of your lower spine I've been working out because I've been doing handstands it's it's a bunch of stuff you guys uh Instagram you're ending Instagrammers go to the TikTok and spam me you guys invite as many friends as you guys can and then we'll, we'll start another Instagram as soon as this one starts and publishes. I'll have another Instagram up and I'll invite you all back. But go now to the TikTok and share. Are we, are we done? No. No, 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 no. That's oh, just like okay. a, it's a live broadcast that breaks it, it, every hour. Oh, okay. All right. So I just have to share okay, it and publish so, it. We're still learning about your husband, the narcissist. Wait. Oh, you know, that, that was honestly the weirdest thing. Like both of my parents, both of my parents are narcissists. Like, I swear to God, if you look in the dictionary under the definition of narcissist, you will see a picture of my father. Now, the weird thing is, I love my father to pieces. Love him unconditionally to death, right? But my dad's a dick. <laughs> he can be a dick, and he knows it. Um, everything is is his way, and it took me a long time to realize I married my father. And when people say that, when women say that, I'm like, I didn't. Because their outward personalities were very, very different. But when you get down to the core, I married a narcissist and I was raised by two narcissists. One was a raging alcoholic who was extremely abusive, my mother, and my dad who was basically absent. So all three of us raised ourselves. 
and my dad will say, you know, I'm like, I'm so proud of how you guys turned out. Depending on who he's talking to, we'll be like, yeah, we're pretty, pretty proud of how we did ourselves too. <laughs> so, what, where's your mom? How did that go with your mom? Are they still together? My mom passed away when I was 26 from alcoholic-related illness. Um, my mother, when she was young, my mother was beautiful, beautiful, sweet, animal-loving, you know. But she had two extremely abusive parents alcoholic abusive parents and then she became an alcoholic when I think things in her marriage with my dad didn't go as she wanted um, so she took to drinking and and yeah and it killed her she, she was mean who was she mean <laughs> she was like, like I'm 5'8 my mother was like you know right? 5'2 maybe 5'3 but she was physically abusive and psychologically abusive and yeah, yeah, she was not in a good place. So after she passed, when I was 26, um, it took me a long time, but I, I forgave her. I just had to, I, I forgave her for everything and just let it go. I had to. Right? Like, I don't think it was all her fault. Um, I, I do believe that we are the product of our ancestors, parents, grandparents, whatever. And if you do not break the chain right, or break the cycle, then it's just going to continue. And why would you do that? Right? Like, so I used to always say to even to my husband, the first step in changing yourself is awareness. So if you have awareness of what it is you need to change about yourself, that is literally the hardest step, being the first one, is to become aware of your, what you need to change. Everything after the awareness is a lot easier. Because you can't change what you don't know. Like your husband never was it wasn't even able to perceive it. To this day, he still does not believe that he was ever mean to me. He does not believe he was abusive in any way. If I, I when I mentioned it to him once after talking to my therapist, he um, he's like, "She's a fucking liar." I said, "Actually, no, she's not." I mean, I didn't know what it was called, but I knew what you were doing, and that's what you were doing. It's just like, it's hard when you're, like that other lady who was, I think you said to her, um, like about her, her past and now she's into, and now she's getting into these different types of relationships and how did she not know about the abuse or whatever? You don't, I didn't know my mother was an alcoholic when I was young. I thought my parents and my family were normal. Even when you visit other kids' homes, you just, because it's all you know, it is normal, at least until you get older so I was probably late teens early 20s when I think I really became aware of the fact that my parents were not normal (laughs) I knew did you? I knew yeah my parents were immigrants we were we were different than everybody on the block and that so we were segregated what? where'd they immigrate from? Poland but they met in Canada, uh-huh. so they were two young people, very young people, obviously met, probably scared shitless, and had kids. Yeah. So they were fucking, both like just trying to figure themselves out, then had babies, because they immigrated, then tried to keep up with the American dream, or the Canadian dream, whatever you want to call it. And then they weren't accepted, right. we were never accepted into like, our neighborhood properly, because we were the really? Pol- we were Polacks. I don't know, we were the Polacks, Aww. for sure. And so some people, I'd be like, white people, white people get all sorts of racism too. People, people like to create yep. space, and... Yeah, so, but, and so, but, 
them being kind of in a dysfunction, like dysfunctional young people because they're young and then they, you know, they create their own, their traumas come out and uh, there's nowhere for them to go. So when you're in a family, like freshly immigrated people don't have places to put energy because they're alone. So it gets really internalized, right? And so... Because nowadays in some of the cities like Toronto or, or, you know, Ottawa, stuff like that, those bigger cities, they have those, those immigration pockets. Right, so if you immigrate to Toronto, you just go look for the Polish community, and you've got like-minded people that you, that make you comfortable. Which is one of the great things about our bigger cities in Canada. But if you move to a smaller town, then that can be very difficult because you may not. There might not be other people that have immigrated from Poland or wherever else, right? So it can be very difficult. I, I grew up in a small town out in BC, very small town. No. So you can imagine in my age, this would have been in the 70s, early 70s, I think, mid-70s, a very small town, and we had um, a Middle Eastern family move in, and the girl was in my class. There was no problems, no problems. (laughs) Like, we just accepted her, and she was adorable and lovely, and that was that. Like, I didn't notice anybody having problems with her. So I guess it can depend on the people that are around, you know? Did you grow up in a small town? No, I grew up here in, in Canada. Canada's a fucking racist, shitty place. Canada's like designed, yeah, it's designed, I think immigrants, like the system's designed, capitalism designed, imperialism is designed to bring shit people over so they become the, yeah. the resource extractors, the workers for these, the richer. And so, and I, and I mean, by the time they had immigrated, I realized like they didn't make the best choices. So they didn't hold on to what they created. Like my family is nothing. It's washed away. It's the capitalism just washed away. Like anything they tried to build, you know? So, I mean, yeah. I, I mean that's why I have, and you should see actually my perception about identity and where it comes from. Everything you're talking about. I'm lucky in a lot of ways because my, my parents, the immigrants, like the ancestral trauma that he brought kind of stops at them. So I'm like, whatever that was, I can finish it there. And I don't, I, I can't even perceive past it. True. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can actually adopt the healthy ways of now a lot easier. And then when I like, as yeah. a, with my clean slate at the moment, my, because it's very clean. Cause I had nowhere else to look after I realized my, my fucking family's dirt. I'm like, where? Then you look at Canada and then you're like, oh, Canada's designed to fucking make my family. So let's not accept that. And then I think about Canadian culture and what it's tried to erase, which is the indigenous people. And I'm like, oh, the indigenous people. And they want to erase that because they tried to do like those people had like that, that culture, those cultures like were tribal, protected their families. But you know what's funny? I, so I actually live on band land in Northern Ontario. I live on native land and I, I've always been drawn to the native culture. Like we, my dad was a truck driver. Uh, we moved out to BC when I was little we drove and we spent, he had some friends that lived on a reservation up north and we spent like a week or so up there sleeping in teepees. <laughs> like, it was awesome. And now, of course, I'm living on band land now. But it was funny when I was in Ireland, some of the people, they love Canadians, but um, some people would say like, what's, what's your, like, what's your culture? What's your heritage in Canada and stuff? And I'm like, because some people be like, but you're only like 100 years old. And I'm like, no, we have indigenous culture. Like, so that is part of Canadian culture. They're like, oh, I thought Canada's like 100 years old. I'm like, the name Canada might be 100 years old, but 
we have indigenous culture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Canadians, Canadians, I mean, this, but so do Americans. So indigenous culture in America have the same culture. And then, but, you know, North Americans delete that shit. Imperialists, yeah, imperialists called them savages yeah. when really, I'm telling you, imperialism and fucking colonialism is a savage fucking barbarian shit. And people, and so, but then working nine to five and upholding the fucking system is barbarian in my mind. Start your own fucking business, fucking protecting the world. I'm awful because all that shit, I watched it crush my family, the ancestral trauma that was repeated, all that stuff that was repeated, that it didn't give them room to actually develop as human beings because it doesn't. So those of you who go to work nine to five and then they can't find their fucking self, yo, it's because you fucking work for a capitalist that doesn't want you to. If we go to school, it doesn't want us to do this. I'm getting hungry. I know I got to eat breakfast soon. Fuck. I'm going to, ah. I, I need to eat something because I'm about to rip off colonial fucking minded people's heads. Do it. Let's do it. Well, I've been doing it. I, I've been doing it. I'm doubling down on that. And so now because uh, like all that shit you're talking about, if you're from Canada, that guy, the way your husband was raised, that, that you know, did he have a, yeah. all that shit adds up. You know, like the, the thing is, is like, it, it, it's so funny. I got separate, like I got separated and then. My sister, call, I hadn't told anyone in the family yet. My sister calls me at work to tell me she's got she that her husband left her, and I'm like, okay, I got news too. And then like a month later, my best friend got separated. So I like in a way it was kind of good because I had my best friend and my sister going through what I was going through, right? So it was awesome to be able to have somebody to talk to about what that is but I I'm the kind of person that hides my pain always with a with a big smile on my face and uh and so nobody knew like when I left Ed my my entire family was like what the fuck are you kidding me what happened and I'm like "I, I don't know where to start but and even my dad, my dad to this day, I've been separated almost for three and a half years. To this day, my dad still puts it on him. Like he'd be like, "But why? But like, what did I do wrong, Dad? Fuck off! It's got nothing to do with you, okay? Nothing to do with you." And so we, him and I, actually had a fight a couple of weeks ago, and I finally told him. I don't, I'm going to tell you this for the last time. I don't ever, ever want to hear those words come out of your mouth again. My ending of my marriage, my sister's ending of her marriage, whatever's going on with my brother too, whatever. You know what? If you want to take responsibility, take responsibility for where you fucked up when we were kids. Other than that, it's me. It's my relationship. If you, And I told him, I said, you have never once called me. Never once just called to say, Hey, how you doing? Are you okay? Do you need me? He's like, yes, I have. I said, no, Dad, you haven't. No, you haven't. How about your mom? Oh, yeah, your mom's passed away, so. My mom's passed, yeah. And no, she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have done, she wouldn't have done that either. And the funny thing is, is that some, like, especially my best friend, because she's, no, we've been best friends for, like, over 35 years. She's like, I have no idea how you turned out the way you are with your parents and she's like the only person outside of blood <laughs> that I let actually be honest about my family but she'd be like You're, you know your parents I'm like uh huh she's like how how did this happen I don't know I don't know oh, both me my sister my brother we've all done fantastically well basically raising ourselves but it's you know it, it, I find it funny because I had to 
I had to let go. I had to let go of the past because my biggest mistake from my past was choosing my husband and then not leaving him sooner. I spent half my life with him and at least the last eight, ten years were shit. No sex, no affection, no nothing. Right? So now I'm 53 and I, and I thought... And I also lost my interest in sex, which my my sex drive has always been super, super duper high. But when you're not, when you're in that type of a marriage, it just goes and you start to feel unattractive. And I did. I felt fat, ugly, undesirable, all of those things for years. Right. And then when I did finally leave them and the first guy I started seeing after him was uh, 26, <laughs> but he was 26. I was 50. Um, but sex was very uncomfortable because it had been so long. Like, I felt sorry for it too. I was like... How old was he? 26 or 46? 26. 26. You fucked a 26-year-old and it was uncomfortable. Yeah, he was kind of big, I suppose. He was kind of big and I hadn't had sex for so long. So it was... It was like, it was kind of painful at first. How long were you not having sex? Like at least 10 years. Fuck, you haven't had fucked in 10 years being with a dude? Yep. Listen, ladies, if you're with, yep. in a relationship for more than a year with no sex, it's fucked. Fuck. It is fucked. But, oh you know, my that's God. what I'm saying. Like, the thing is, it, the worst part for me at the time is, like, I kept thinking, how do you leave your husband who's suffering from depression just because you're not getting any? Right? <laughs> like, I would boil it down that way, and I, I could see that he was in pain, but I didn't, so I was trying to help, you know? And then... I would like, and I would come around and talk to her. I'd be like, dude, there's like no affection, no kissing, no hugging, no sex. Like, this is not a marriage. So, we're roommates. Are you looking for a roommate? Because I'm not. If you want a roommate, we're just gonna, you know. And then I, I would, when I would get mad at him, I'd be like, yeah, okay, you roommate. Way to go. Whatever. Issues. Just, you know, it, 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 it got bad. Even to this day, he just. He just does he has nothing to say about that part of everything. Like he would try to make me feel guilty for wanting sex. How? Like they're like Well, he it's just he was super passive aggressive. But he would he would be like But it was a decade. He'd make you feel guilty after ten years of not fucking? Yeah. He somehow was able to? What the fuck? Yeah, because yeah, I I I I, you know it's like I had this moment um, last year where I finally just let go of everything. My parents, my family, him, all of everything. I just said, fuck it, let it go. Had like a huge emotional release. I cried. I laughed all at once. Felt wonderful. And then as soon as that, that passed, I went, you, what the fuck were you thinking? Why did you stay for so long? I'm like, okay, you know what? You're awake now. And I can deal with him better because he actually came to the house because we have, we had cats and he likes to visit the cats. So he came by, we were talking, he went underneath my deck while I was sitting outside, grabbed something from underneath my deck, put it at the side of the house, right? And then I go, what's that for? And he's like, oh, I I just wanted to take it home and see, I go, "Mm -mm." I'm sorry, say that again. Yeah. I just wanted to see if it was going to fit my, I go, no, no, no. First of all. Your first fucking problem is that you went underneath my deck looking for something that you're going to just take to your house without asking me. Okay. So 
So he's not coming to see the cats anymore. Uh, he does. I actually have one that's quite sick right now. Um, and I unfortunately don't have anybody else to rely on. So, yeah, he's been helping me out with that a bit. But once I was able to get to that point where I can, like, I got mad at him and I was like, get the fuck out. There's the door. And he started ranting. And I'm like, no, I have nothing else to say. I'm done. Leave. So he left. Now, normally my reaction would be, like, oh, you fucking dick. Bubba, I'd walk around the house for an hour calling him every name under the sun. As soon as I walked in the house, I was like, gone. Didn't feel anything anymore. I was like, no, I said my piece. I'm done. And that was like a big sign for me that I was like, I was actually over the pain. I've been over him for a long time, just not over the pain of the relationship. And now I am. Now I am. I'm ready. I'm ready to date. Although I live in a terrible place to date. I moved from Toronto to a teeny tiny town up north. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, if you're on a reserve. Well, I'm actually just outside. Um, I was like kind of between Sudbury and North Bay area. Do you know where that is? No, but that's okay. No? Yeah, it's, it's only about four hours from Toronto. Like north of Toronto. Um, so I, I am like in between like smaller, smallish cities. It's, but I'm on like four dating apps. I just can't find anybody I like. I think that's that's the problem. Like more northern men, they're all into fishing and hunting, and a lot of them are looking for those kinds of women, right? If you see a dating profile where the guy's holding up like a dead fish, that's a pretty good indication he's looking for a woman who wants to fish with them, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, dating hasn't been great, but you know. It is what it is. COVID doesn't help, right? No. I mean, so what are you, you, how are you meeting people? I'm on dating apps. Okay. That's pretty much. So what are you doing on the dating apps? And when was the last time you got laid? Uh, The last time I got laid was June. He was like a recurring bed buddy. Was he good? Uh, Yeah, he's fucking fantastic. Where is he? Um, he's having, like, a lot of issues with his ex, like, the mother of his babies, and just kind of stepped out while he's dealing with that shit, and I'm like, that's fine, yeah, whatever, that's okay, but yeah, every time we get together, it's like, holy fuck, (laughs) I mean, he always tells me he's smitten, I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you, because the sex is fantastic, yeah, he's he's naughty, and I love, that was like my, because my ex-husband wasn't really naughty, I always knew, your ex-husband in fucking a decade, Let's not even talk about him. Yeah, well, you know what, though? When, when him and I first, like, trust me, when him and I first got together, we were fucking all the time for, like, years. Constantly. And it was like his sexual energy actually matched mine. We would sometimes literally just spend an entire weekend in bed. Get out to eat, right back in again. That's the good stuff. So, yeah, when, when it changed, it was quite obvious to me that things were changing, right? Um, so now, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been with, um, I don't know, five or six guys since I got separated and and except for the last guy, none of them can match my energy at all. Not, and they were young. I mean, you're, but you're a 50 year old woman. That's like women can consume men. They can, it's a woman's world. Yeah, it is. I I mean, I was surprised that even some of the, the, cause they've all been younger than me. I, I, I'm not interested in men my age at all. Um, I remember one time this guy came and we were spending the weekend together and we had sex once. And I'm like, 
Friday, Saturday, you left that, we fucked once, that's it. Like, that's not enough for me. <laughs> and, like, you're, like, 34 years old. What the hell, dude? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I just, like, I just get, you know, really tired. Like, you get tired at 34? For sex? Okay. I guess. Yeah, no, 34 is probably still banging. Still at least... Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Like, it's not like he didn't age it. And, like, I just noticed, even some guys I've talked to, they, you know, they're... I don't know if it's if it's what they're expecting or maybe they want... Maybe they want us to make more of the move. I don't really... I mean, because, like, going into online dating, you got to remember, I've been out of the game since the 90s. Right? So I went, like, there was, I would, I mean, I actually did internet date, internet date once before um, marrying my husband when we were apart, but, um, but basically I had no clue what to expect with online dating, right? It's, it's weird. Online dating is weird. You know, it's very weird. Well, I mean, maybe in a northern town with guys with nothing but fish. It, it leads to a lot more sex. There's a lot more sex being had, I think. But then also people say there's a lot less sex. I don't know what's going on. They, I, I feel it's weird. I think those those apps know who you're fucking. <laughs> they know who you're fucking. They know who you're fucking. God. Well, how about when you're not fucking anyone? <laughs> if you're not fucking anyone, then there's nothing for them to show. I, you know what, I would just, I'm like, it's isolation. If I could find, like, a bed buddy to hole up in my house for the winter, let's do it. I live on a lake. I have a hot tub. Like, come on. <laughs> let's have some fun, you know? You know what I mean? You live on a lake? You got a hot tub? So what do you do? I work for the uh, provincial government. Oh, fucking money. Ontario Provincial, you look for Doug Ford. Well, Is it Doug yeah, Ford or whatever? One of those Fords. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm very open about how much I hate the government and uh, everything that's going on. So I'm just waiting to see if they're going to find any of my comments on TikTok about the Freedom Convoy. But yeah, I mean, I've been with, I've been with the government for how long? 25 years. I started with uh, being a police dispatcher. That was awesome. I loved that job. I really did. And then, see, first mistake, I gave up that job and moved down to Toronto to be with my ex-husband. So get that job back. I don't know if I could do it. I mean, I'm pretty close to retirement. I don't know if they'd even hire me now. I know. I'm close to retirement. Lucky. <laughs> my generation won't get retirement. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm... I mean, I got a pension, obviously. I don't know about the whole CPP situation, but I think I've I think I've think got about six or seven years left. Something like that. So, yeah, I just want... Like, I do. I live on a gorgeous lake. It's a huge lake. My house is has... I have, like, 21 feet of windows facing the lake. It's wow, gorgeous. nice. Yeah, yes. It's my dream house. Why is, why is the husband still showing up there? I don't get it. Where does he live? Well, see, this is the thing. So we we met 
we were in Toronto. We moved up here. It was kind of my last-ditch attempt to try to save the marriage, which obviously didn't work. I thought when we got separated, he would move back down south, but he didn't want to. So he lives about 10 minutes from me. Now, a lot of people say, like, well, you know, your ex is coming by. He obviously still, like, my sister will say, he's, you know, he wants you back. I go, no, no, he doesn't. 100% he does not want me back. He's never tried. <laughs> so that's why I would say to her, she goes, no, 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 he loves you. I don't, like, I, I don't really need to hear that. Like, why would I need to hear that? It's over. It's been over for so long. So I just try to be nice to him, you know. Uh, All right, I need to eat. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> you got to call us back once you fucking meet someone on one of these dating apps. Which ones are you using? Oh, I let's see. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Hinge. Okay. I'm on Hinge. Tell us how that goes. Go I'm going to go have breakfast and I'm going to come back on right away. I love you. Okay. Love you too. Ah, she's in Ontario. Another podcast down. That's number 12. Number 12, I think I'm going to start number 13 today too. Quickly going to make it to number 30 because that's going to be a pivotal time for me in my decision-making process. I can't really wait for the 30s. And I love you guys. Thank you all for joining and continue calling. Please share the podcast with everyone you can and uh, make love to yourself first.